Macho Man, the world's first and only movie talk show podcast, baby. I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. All those moments will be lost in time, like tears in rain. Time to die. Yes, Ridley Scott, it's time to die. (laughs) 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 My name's Andy, with me as always, the definition of moments lost in time, Muller. Time is of the mall. Let's, uh, <laughs> so we're going to keep it timed. <laughs> Mold's <laughs> mold time. Not, not your best effort. Zing, zing. With us as well, he's done people you wouldn't believe. Braden. <laughs> uh, guilty as charged. <laughs> Dynamite <laughs> drop in. And joining us today. <laughs> so lackluster. <laughs> joining us today. I don't know him well enough to come up with any kind of quirky intro, so I'm just going to call him Jonavision. Oh, yeah. Remember that show? John, uh, is that a show? It was, yeah. yeah it it was. was a like a, a Oprah style talk show for kids. Yeah, it was like an after school Canadian. special. Star Jonathan Torrance, who played J Rock yeah, on J-Rock. Uh, Trailer Park Boys. How are kids going to read their book list? They can't read yet? No, it was more like. Is it is it her baby, or his baby? Is it? I never I saw the show. I just I remember <laughs> no, like, it being. It a was like though. totally that nineties talk show style, where like that the the host would stand with the audience holding a a, a, a microphone. Oh, uh, this is a big issue we need to talk about. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird seeing J Rock. Uh, like like after that, I remember watching Trailer Park Boys and going, "Is that that guy from that really Wait, crappy it's talk show?" Wait, it's J Rock. Yeah, J Rock. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, way before Trailer Park Boys, he used yeah. to have his own like after school special style talk show. Yeah, it's I weird. probably have seen one episode, but have been called Jonavision. That's why it was so weird to see him as J Rock, <laughs> this mouthy <laughs> drug dealer, like white rapper dude. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty bizarre. We had a pretty yeah. good uh, pretty good start today. Had to had to reset our. Uh, our audio here as Andy screams into the microphone <laughs> so yeah. loud, like you've, that it just all I hear is just distortion in the in the monitor. Got to get that energy up. <laughs> a lot sound, of energy. I want to sound angrier every intro I do. At so, at, so we at some point, like we had to back you up probably two feet from the microphone just so it doesn't uh, overload. Angry. <laughs> by, by episode hundred, I'm expecting Andy to be uh, outside of the building screaming so that we don't overload the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to episode two hundred, it just goes on and on until uh, you get louder every time. I get. I like I said. I want to be angrier every time. Not necessarily Angry. louder, but you know, the loudness comes with the anger. If you, uh, yeah, if you go back and listen yeah, to the I first few episodes, I was thinking more like it's like monster truck rally commercial. Yeah, sorta. <laughs> yeah. That's the ideal. It's like an angry monster yeah. truck uh, man. So, uh, I think a year and a half ago, um, you Jonathan pulled a, a very classic uh, social faux pas as pretty much every interaction that I ever have with you. And this is one that sticks out. I was having, what? I was having my, <laughs> what, me? I was, <laughs> I was having my birthday party <coughs> Whoops. Um, at, with, a, with uh, I think, Brayden and Andy and uh, a, few other, a few other guys. And I don't know, we were watching a movie or something on the projector. And uh, so Jonathan comes over and I did not invite him to my birthday party, by the way. Like he just, he I just, remember he just, this. he just, he just showed up like, yeah, uh, I just my, showed up. He just showed up with uh, somebody, I don't know, my sister or something like that. Uh, immediately. What, what's wrong with this projector? This isn't, uh, is it, are you sure this is an HD? Like, yeah, what is this HD. movie? What is this movie <laughs> you're watching? Wrong. You guys like just yeah. constantly complaining about yeah. everything that we were it was doing. It a bad setup. <laughs> it was a terrible setup. I kind of well, got aside with uh, John Vision. Like, I, 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 I didn't I didn't really like that projector. <laughs> oh, it's 1024 by 768. That's high quality. 
<laughs> yeah. Just imagine hearing this all night. Just some guy you didn't even know he was oh, coming. Oh, let's letterbox everything so you can see some gray bars on the top and the bottom of the picture against the wall, the gray wall. Basically, uh, everything that you need to know about about Jonathan is is you just packed up it. into that packed up into that story right there. I yeah. like I like because I think that's the first time I met you and. I could immediately sense how annoyed Mueller was. Which just, <laughs> I like that. So. I will always derive pleasure from that. Uh, do you're, Schadenfreude. So you're telling me that uh, you met me. I, I, don't remember, I don't remember I meeting you, you at all, by the so way. So I've known Andrew longer than I think any of the other guests you've had on. When he says Andrew, he's referring to Mueller, not me. Oh, oh yeah. yes, sorry. Yeah. I guess there's two, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Great. Well, um, anyway, so you really, you really you just, that out. just doxed me. Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah, so, how could you? Uh, Good thing you don't have a job. The year was. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do I. The year was 2004. <laughs> And uh, so Andrew's cousin. That was the year I quit looking at porn the first oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, so Andrew, I was, I'm good back, friends right? with Andrew's cousin. <laughs> I'm good friends with Andrew's cousin, Corey. And Corey would like every year have like a sleepover birthday party. And, uh, Pretty good. And in 2004, uh, Corey's like, yeah, yeah, my cousin, my cousin has to come. <laughs> you would have been like 13, 12 or 13. Well, yeah. actually, I have a photo here oh, for all Lord. of you guys to uh, Oh, my God. To all those haircuts. Crispy so hair. this is a photo of the oh birthday party. Yeah, this is from the birthday party. I gotta, I gotta party. see this. That's incredible. Oh, holy crap! <laughs> so my hair right now, like, uh, it looks like I have a helmet on, and that there's hair on the outside of the <laughs> it helmet. Does. Uh, but that's just that's just my hair all just shooting out. Like, just imagine a very typical dark-haired nerd who just does. They don't cut their hair on time. Or man, Corey looks like Who's, Corey's hair was Corey? crazy. Is Corey, he looks his hair. He's oh, in the he middle. Is. That's, That's Corey. Corey. Yeah, he looks like he's a dead man. Like is, his face Corey's is like. Corey's hair in high school is legendary. Yeah, he never cut it. <laughs> Anyways, and it just no one out. knows who that guy is. So. Anyway, so um, this was two thousand four. This is two thousand four. Yeah. So you weren't even born yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And I remember thinking, who is this kid who's bouncing off the walls this entire time? And I didn't. I didn't really. Didn't really. I uh, wasn't really into. You. You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've seen it. I've had it. That's, uh, that I'm sounds good. like everyone's first uh, interaction with Mullen. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then, yeah. And I just remember recording, yeah, my cousin has to come to the party. Like, like <laughs> so obligations depressed. for, like, the family. <laughs> like, like, his little young cousin had to come to the party. So that's my inviting me- that how we first, awesome. first met. And I don't think I ever saw you for years until... Well, I guess we're going to be able to know if people can like you after you ask, ask, answer this uh, question for us. Uh, oh, shit, I keep forgetting about this question. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you piss through your, the wiener hole or over the, over the waistband? Of your underwear. Of, well, yeah, yeah, through the hole of your underwear or over the I, hole. Important question. I can't answer that question because... Because you don't wear no, underwear? No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. Because you don't have a zipper? I've been listening to this podcast for a couple of months now, and oh. and wow. you know this topic of conversation uh, that's been going on he- for the past months has been really interesting because, um, you know, growing up I always felt like an outsider, like <laughs> like the oh. weird person, you know, and and I ha- I had to keep the secret I felt, and and I'm oh, a sitter, some juicy oh, no. juicy gossip, and, oh. and I always felt bad about it. You and, should. And, <laughs> and I've kind of I've come to come to terms with it, and I'm okay with it because really it doesn't matter. But 
But to hear Andrew... Listen, kind of this matters. Come, what matters. are you talking to about? To hear Andrew really come matters. out and give good arguments for sitting and to kind of be on my side, it means so much. And I never thought I'd ever oh, say this, but Andrew... Good arguments. Thank you. Yeah, no one's coming after my job. I'm representing the minorities here. Yeah, we're the minorities. Oppressed. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm hoping that I'll be paid extra for this episode of the podcast now that we've so established no, I don't my status. Do that weird whole thing. <laughs> now this episode's off to a disastrous start. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Dis- oh, everyone's everyone's energy's gone now. Episode somehow. twenty-five. Oh, they're disappointed the worst, that there's someone the worst one yet. Can I ask a question to you guys? Nope. Have you ever pooped in a urinal before? <laughs> no, <laughs> I always have wanted you? to. No, I always wanted to. Some guy did it in high school. Yeah, some guy did it in my yeah. high school too. Man, I gotta tell you, there's nothing. That smell, it's so bad smelling. <laughs> of course <laughs> it is. Yeah, but like, you, like if you walk into a room where somebody's taking a dump and like. You know, it's got that poop smell or like, you know, the toilet hasn't been flushed. It is nothing in comparison to somebody taking a dump in the urinal. It is so bad. My buddy had this idea in high school, uh, not at a urinal, but it would have to be at a toilet with a tank in the back, like a, like a regular yeah, toilet. That's an upper decker. Yeah, to like, to like poop, to poop in the tank, to poop or piss in the tank. So that when they flush the toilet, more piss or shit would come, through, would come down. So, it's a great just, idea. I don't, he never did it. Just, it just this an brown idea. waterfall washing yeah. your poop away. It still would work, I guess. This makes me so upset. <laughs> oh, why? Because just the idea of like more mess. It's just like, ugh. That'd be so awful to clean right. up. Are you, uh, are you not a messy guy? <laughs> I know where you're going and I'm not answering. <laughs> Before my wife and I were married, I took a dump in her, her bathroom and uh, went home. Like I flushed it and went home and didn't look. You should look. I learned this is where I learned this life lesson. And uh, Carolyn calls me later, and she's like, "You left such a mess in my house." I was like, "What?" She's like, "Yeah, like you you went to the bathroom, and then she didn't go in for a few hours, so it, it didn't flush down the toilet properly. It just sat there. So she went to go take a piss or whatever, and lifted up the lid, and she's like, "Oh!" She's like, "It was like an alien took a dump, and it wouldn't flush. It wouldn't go down." And her dad was walking by, and he's like, "What's going on in there?" And he came in, and she's like, "Yeah, my dad had to help me like." Clean the toilet because it like cemented into the bowl and like they couldn't get it down and you it just was... flushed and walked away like you just turned your head completely. Well, no, I I, I wipe standing up, so I wipe <laughs> and then I close the bowl. And I I just put the lid down and flushed it, not thinking. So now I gotta watch. I watch it go down every time. You I guess the, I've never thought about it. I definitely, I definitely watch it go down, but so, I never, I've never yeah, I'm actively always, thought to. Andy is gazing <laughs> at that poop swirling around. But, His but eyes like said, are mesmerizing. I've never, I've like, never actively thought about it, but I definitely do. I think just yeah. on a subconscious level to know that your toilet didn't get clogged. No, I, I, I go by but the I've never sound. actively had that yeah. thought in my head. I go by the sound because I have some pretty <laughs> crappy toilets in my place, and one of them doesn't like to completely flush, flush all the time if you if you poo. So. Uh, you have to like if it doesn't make that full like blubbly sound that everything's going through, <laughs> yeah. then, then it's not yeah. a full flush. So I can, you can go by you can do it by yeah. the sound. You can. Yeah. You got a full yeah. flush here. Ten of it and get the scorecards. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's all it's all evacuated. Yes. <laughs> I had a I had a girl yeah like a month ago get really mad at me for that. So and she, so her she, she, I, we were hanging out at her sister's place and it's like uh, it's one of those houses up in the mountains you know so it's this farm. It's like this farmhouse where their their stuff is crappy, right? Like their water pressure sucks and Set the, the tank. yeah, yeah, all wow. every, everything about it sucks. And it's like so, so they have this toilet where it's like when you press the the flushing lever, the lever just stays down forever. And forever. Yeah. So so it's just going further down with each flush. No. So so no, so, so so like the idea the idea is that when you pull the lever, the tank at the top is full. You pull the lever, it drains yeah, it drains, it drains the, the tank. 
and the lever is just opening the valve. So yeah. if you keep the valve open, the top is just filling up and draining immediately into the bowl. So you, it never builds up enough pressure to actually flush anything, right? Okay. So, and it's like, yeah, so I, so I took a dump in there and like, and like flushed it, but it's like, but it's obvious the, the lever isn't working because it needs to be, you have to like manually pull it back up. So then, yeah, so the next day she's super mad at me, being like, you left a dump in like this bathroom. And it's like, <laughs> and it's like, how is that my fault that you guys have this weird ass country bumpkin like toilet that like needs special so service? Like yeah, it's got specific. Ins- well, you have to pull it up. Like it's like it's a it's yeah, a trick. Manual, yeah, yeah. It's like you have to. You just got to know the trick. But it's like I, I'm not going to know the trick. And also, like going to the bathroom is kind of this autonomous thing. So it's it's like you just expect them to all work. Like you're you're going to forget yeah. if you if you don't live there mm-hmm. that it, that you need to do. It. And I just remember being like, this is so unreasonable that you're upset about this. Like it's like it's not like I did it on purpose. Like I flushed it. I just, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't. <laughs> this episode's going to end up more disgusting yeah, than our so garbage. I was just about to say <laughs> the risk of asking this question for each guest is that you're just going to end up with toilet talk in every podcast. That's like the manliest yeah. kind of conversation you can have. Though. Yeah, this is real. That's movie. what people is, come here for. Yeah, this is you what they get a plumber on. I, I've heard all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We got yeah. all sorts of crazy stuff. Real plumbing with real men. Real. <laughs> um, so, John, do you have a most hated um, yes. movie so, here? See, I'm not a big movie guy. Well, you've come to <laughs> well, the right well, place. You've come to the right place because all we're talking about is toilets. Exactly. <laughs> um, and there's a story behind that. Um, I want you to kind of picture yourself an impressionable young Done. preteen. <laughs> And you know one who's one who's kind of susceptible to marketing materials. And, done again. And so, um, I recall watching this commercial or trailer for uh, a film. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> That's I blew okay. it. Called um, Overdid it. Called The Master of Disguise, and I thought it was hilarious. I don't know if anyone. Rec- Sorry, this was the Master trailer you just watched. One? You saw the trailer. Is that Mr. Dana Bean Carvey? with Dana Carvey? Yeah, with Dana I remember it. I've never seen it though. Okay. Didn't it like tank his career? <laughs> So anyway, so I saw this trailer and I thought, wow, this is hilarious. I am so excited. How old were you then? Like 12 or 13. Okay, okay. That's acceptable. Yeah, yeah. Just a young lad. Just barely acceptable. I know, it is just barely acceptable. You're on the line. So I'm like, oh, this is great. What were you wearing? (laughs) Did you, were you peeing or standing? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so... um, so I, I, I thought the movie looked hilarious. I was so excited for it. I went on, I went online. I, I went on their Flash website because that's when the web designers thought yeah. Flash yeah, was, the, was the way to go. Was the media Flash. Media, Not even Adobe, Adobe yet. That's right. I played all the Flash mini games. I read all oh the. Was there are Flash mini games for the Detective of Disguise? Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember. I actually like remember what the website looked like, but I don't remember the specifics of it. And I was so excited. I told everyone about this film, and I even wrote my sister and my friend Reese to go watch the film. <laughs> but about the just this one movie sparked that that excitement, not other movies. I was 12 years old. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. So, fair enough. <laughs> just trying to get this. And Spy uh, Kids was great. So. Um, so we go oh, to the true. movie. I'm so excited. And the movie was shit. <laughs> the worst movie in the world. I was so... Yeah, I know everyone's shocked. 12-year-old wasn't shocked. And I was like, I was so disappointed in the film. And like, I was so disappointed that I like hyped it up so much and like got my sister and friend to watch it. And I think they were like... <laughs> they, I feel like they, they felt the bad theater? for me. Yeah, they came to the theater <laughs> to Colossus. And it was super expensive. Oh, and, I, I, I felt, and, then, and, and I know they felt bad for me because I was like, so upset about this film. And, uh, and then it was so bad and it was in that in that moment that I, I realized um, that movie trailers are actually great you see you guys talked about this a couple of months ago 
And your arguments for movie trailers being very bad is the exact same argument for me saying movie trailers are great because the best parts are in the movie trailer. That's all you need to see. So for the next, what, 15 years until now, all I would do every month or so is go on to Apple <laughs> iTunes movie trailer, watch a bunch of movie trailers, and I'm caught up. <laughs> I don't need to go to the theater or waste all my time watching all these movies. Oh, Just watch a couple what? movie trailers, know how it works. It's usually edited better, and we're done. <laughs> Definitely in the great. case of Saw. With, I was about to say, with about 95% of movies nowadays, especially blockbusters, you're definitely better off. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. all I did. It was it's great. So yeah, so, I, I, uh, I I said this last time, but yeah, I I and uh, Andy, you had posted in your saw post the 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 poster of the sawed off foot from Saw and uh, with uh, with your hilarious addendum to it, um, and uh, and I just I'm looking at that poster. And I'm like, this is way more frightening than the whole movie that I saw. Mm-hmm. The yeah. whole movie was not frightening, but this is so they're actually pretty good marketers and like not bad at the trailers and. Uh, I don't know. So I was actually I was at the theater last night. I went and saw uh, saw. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went to see that that uh, Happy Death Day movie. Sounded what? interesting. How it's was like it? it's like a it's a Groundhog's Day but a horror movie. Oh, okay. uh, which it sounds brilliant, which is a great I, a great mix, but it's it's all right. It's got some problems. I'm not going to. Well, talk then I'll about probably it. Like love it. Black Mirror. It tries to mix too many. Too many different tones. And Anyways. It doesn't pull off. But anyway, so I was in the theater and the, the trailers were playing before the movie. And that's, I've never walked out of a movie before, but that's the closest I've come. And I was watching a movie trailer. It was a <laughs> movie trailer for, uh, what's it called? Uh, Geostorm. It's that, like, it's that one with the bunch of like fat broads singing. It's like Pitch Perfect 3. Yeah, man. Is it called oh, Pitch Perfect? Yeah, like, Pitch Perfect. yeah. The trailer for that was so bad. so bad. I remember like, like turning my head away and I actually felt like I should walk out of the theater right now before, the, before the actual movie Maybe started. they should have called Maybe it. Maybe the movie will be good. Maybe they should have no. called it Pitch Moofect. <laughs> <laughs> Dynamite pun. Wow. Uh, Brilliant. <laughs> so that doesn't uh, that doesn't exactly help your your movie trailer case because that I I've, I've never seen any of those movies, but my fuck, I never never <laughs> would I ever after that. Trailer. Well, I mean, you don't have to waste your time watching the bad movie then, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it, it does kind of help. Like, there's a there's you just a, sit in your you sit in your office chair in front right. of your monitor. There's a, some I, I saw this dumb viral thing for that new Geostorm. That looks uh, so bad. It looks so bad, <laughs> Has man. Has there ever been a good movie about a, a big disaster movie like that, or especially a natural disaster not movie? Really. Has there ever been like, a good one that's not ironically good? Like uh, Bridesmaids. <laughs> Bunch of women running the show. Because <laughs> there's like an earth, earthquake every time Melissa McCarthy takes the step. <laughs> that was a much better, uh, much better joke. Uh, then, uh, sorry, yeah. So, like, I just I hate the premise of the movie immediately. So, so bad. And th- there's this viral thing going around right now where they they have people in a cab, but they uh, they rig the cab. So, like, you know, there's TVs in like New York City cabs, right? So it's got all these fake news reports about like, oh, there's an ice storm moving in and then the cab pulls down a street and it, they've they've sprayed it with snow and they've got like frozen people who are frozen what? stiff. Uh, yeah, totally, totally frozen. I haven't and seen a single trailer for this movie. I just saw, a, I think, a poster and I knew it was a disaster movie. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a smart, it's a smart Great little marketing. viral no, marketing. Yeah. <laughs> no, Imagine no, it's, being in that taxi. I thought it was hilarious. 
natural disaster movie strictly, but I actually I watched a trailer with sound on it, and it's actually oh. a terrorist thing where somebody takes over like these satellites oh, and they change no. the Earth's weather to like kill people or something. That actually sounds oh, yeah. like in sounds, under the right hands could be brilliant. It could be kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 I'm it, gonna take a guess that it's not no. in the right hands. So the, the no. funny thing about this was it was supposed to really like you know really mess with these people, right? It's like oh we're gonna trick them into thinking, and it's just so transparent that the people didn't really believe like what they're seeing. They're like oh what's going on here? And it's like. Uh, <laughs> This is odd. Someone seems to have blown a bunch of snow into the street in New York. <laughs> like, like, like they don't seem very convinced. And then some guy who's like all freezing. Uh, he's like, he just he comes up to the cab and like starts like slamming on it. Let me in. I'm I'm freezing out here. And it's like the only reason these people are scared from it is like because he just like pops out of nowhere from yeah. behind the cab. And it's like you know it's it's like the jump scare. Yeah, they just jump scared them. So it's like great. You can you couldn't even get your viral marketing campaign like to. <laughs> that sounds like a great just for laughs gag segment. It, yeah. it, it actually it it's was it, it was a really bad just for laughs gag segment. <laughs> like the just for laughs gags are like considerably better than this cr- crummy viral and marketing not exactly thing. Exactly good to begin with. <laughs> Can we just like what a horrible name is Geostorm? Geo <laughs> <laughs> like, actually, what? that's a car. The Geo it, the Geostorm. Yeah, it is. Was a car really? from the early nineties <laughs> so that like a, was really slow. So it's like a really it's a really <laughs> belated <laughs> advertising campaign. Yeah, the, yeah. The, get it, get it a took, Geostorm. Took thirty years like for the all their contracts to go through and they find they're like, Well, I guess we'll just call this movie yet or I something. It was a rebadge to Zuzu. I don't know, but <laughs> John's a car okay. guy. I'm a car here. guy. <laughs> so, uh, so you, so the master of disguise was uh, shit. It was, was horrible. Not, yeah. was it, basically, movie. it taught me to just watch movie trailers, and that's good enough. Shouldn't it have taught you not to watch movie trailers because you would no, no, because no, because the movie. T- I enjoyed the movie trailer. <laughs> I didn't enjoy the film. So, so the movie trailer is an entirely separate entity from the movie, <laughs> and yeah. and you can enjoy it. You just uh, you know, it's like, well, I'm, I'm gonna watch the movie trailer. 20 times in a row. Then I'm going to watch the movie. Then I'm going to watch the movie trailer again. I really like that trailer. Like, No, well, I, <laughs> it's a, it's a I just realized approach. I didn't need to watch the film anymore. Like, I mean, yeah. there's definitely movie trailers nowadays that just give away everything. Yeah. They give away I everything. Think you talked about in that yeah, in it's episode exactly the Spider-Man about. Of trailer. Of course I talked about it. I cover everything. Think it about sh- the time savings. Like big, major plot points. And yeah. Yeah, I guess it with those kind of movies, just, yeah, the trailer is probably all you need. Ye- it's a, it's a huge time savings. I recommend just, if, if you don't have time, watch movie trailers. Yeah, I mean, uh, and definitely don't listen to, uh, to, uh, don't listen this to podcast because you, uh, yeah, I mean, you yeah. don't have a problem. Yeah, we, so. we could do it, just um, do it up based on movie yeah. trailers. Yeah, so uh, I, uh, I, I saw, Braden that you were in the paper uh, recently. Oh, I did in, in too. Our, in our local newspaper. I for, was. For, Big local celebrity here. So basically, wow, yeah. right on the front page too. Braden, uh, so basically the, the the newspaper picked up that Braden was telling everyone what a smart boy he was, and they said we better <laughs> we better get our reporters on the case right now and figure out yeah. just how smart this guy is. So uh, it's just in, boy genius remembers everything. <laughs> this just in, uh, local metalhead proclaims himself genius and wants Mensa scholarship <laughs> Braden, Braden's in <laughs> so uh, the, the actual story is that you uh, you want a memory, I, memory I'm, yeah, I'm a memory competition yeah no I'm involved in like competitive memorizing and I competitive the, yeah so I we just memorize things and and then we call I mean I did read the story it's as sexy as it sounds um, yeah but no it, it was more a thing where I'm trying to because it's a very unknown sport so I 
trying to garner more interest in it. Well, I don't even know anything about it from your description. Other than, yeah, uh, we we walk down the road, try to memorize how where the pebbles are, and uh, like I, I uh, like read the cards and then I let them remind me of cultural references. Yeah. So what do you? And what, then I like, come up with funny images. Like what's the but what's the competition? Like what do you? Okay, so the competition I went to. Um, there's like a few events. Yeah. In, in it, so we have to memorize. Um, like the first event is called Names and Faces, so we have to memorize. Uh, there's like they give us sheets of paper I with would lose. random people's. Like random faces and random first and last names. We have five minutes to review that. And then they give us a sheet with the, everything, all the faces mixed up, like not in the same order. And then we okay. have to just recall all the names from memory. Okay. So is, there, is there a Saw-themed memory game where like, you, have to, you have to memorize all these things, otherwise we're going to chop your nuts off or something? What are the stakes? No. It sounds like a much better... <laughs> I, I, <laughs> sounds better than random uh, names or faces here. So, <laughs> well, I probably wouldn't participate in it if my nope. nuts were at stake. <laughs> I remember when you. What if? What if there's huge amounts of money involved? No, I kind of like my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when you first told us about this uh, this thing, and I just remember thinking how, like, lazy their like rules and regulations were because you had us be like the mediators for your, oh, yeah. first, <laughs> for your first <laughs> yeah. contest submission. We just went to a coffee shop somewhere and we're like, oh yeah, yeah. this is the competition. Yeah, like he needed us to record the data and be witnesses as to what he was memorizing. Then we yeah. s- sent it in to some people via email, I'm guessing. Uh, and I just remember thinking like, if you want me to cheat for you, man, I'll write down. Like, yep, he did it in uh, 10 seconds. <laughs> Done. Yeah. I saw it with my own eyes. Like, I'll cheat. I don't care. So what, So when you did, so the, the card one was you had 52 random cards. Like yeah. We, we shuffled it for you. Yeah. I think like 29 times is the magic number. Uh, and then... Uh, and then you had to memorize all yeah. the cards, and you have five minutes to memorize. Five it. minutes. And yeah. what was your? What? what how, when did you memorize? It was like four or five minutes. It took you to um, recall that, them. Yeah, that time it took me. I think four minutes and fifty seconds. And that was last year. So what? No, did that you, was two years ago. Could that have been one minute and fifty yeah. seconds if you just yeah, you know, you let just me drew. do my thing. <laughs> um, did you? So what did you do this year? So uh, this year I did a minute fifty-eight. A minute fifty-eight yeah, from my, four and a half minutes. Yeah. My from personal two years record. Ago? Yeah, my personal record is a minute and six seconds. Okay. Memorize the full deck of but cards. when you have the pressure on your memory gets bad. Yeah. It's, it's harder. Tough. Hard to perform uh, under pressure. We yeah. all, I think uh, we all know what that's like. Oh yeah, we do. Uh, <laughs> so uh I was I think we'll, we'll get to a movie in a second. I have one more thing that was really annoying me this week. So I saw this I saw this video um, that was like of a newborn baby or like, you know, like maybe just a month old baby. That's, yeah, I'm already annoyed. <laughs> oh, Andy, you're annoyed. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and so it's got that, it's got the title that says, this baby gets really emotional when the mom says that she loves her oh. for the first time. This is immediately after being born? Like it's like within like it's clearly like a uh, maybe a month like old baby. Maybe. Oh, okay, so I thought I thought you meant like it was no, no, it's immediately not, it, born. It's not. It's not <laughs> immediately. Uh, after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's already crying. Yeah. So and, and it and yeah. So so she's saying, oh yeah, like she's talking to it or saying I love you, and then the baby like the but the baby's kind of making facial expressions the whole time, and it just has a kind of an emotive looking face or whatever. Yeah. Right? Like it's an interesting baby's face to look at as far as baby's faces go, and I just, I'm just thinking like. <laughs> This baby doesn't know what that those words mean at all. Like you're just making this up and just applying like what the baby's doing. And yeah. I hear people doing this all the time. Like I've had people like I've had good girls with cats. Like the cat's like meowing and she's like, "Oh yeah, he's saying this." And it's like, right. "No, he's not." Like what are you talking about? Like that's what, you, that's what we thought. Yeah. <laughs> like or you know, well, like like it's like actually oh, 
Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. What they find is... The plot is, thickens. <laughs> uh, cat meows are different, are, are basically between the cat and the owner. Cats, yeah. don't, they don't really meow to each other from what That's I mean. The cat meowed to me but they, when No, they meow to humans cat. because they realize that meowing to a human gets it food. And so certain, certain, certain cats will... Every, every cat's meow, is, I guess, has a different meaning depending on its owner. Or to its owner. This is all bullshit. So it's this is faking, <laughs> faking a conversation with you to, to get get things. what it wants. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I, but but what Obviously. about so you, so cats don't meow to each other? They don't. No, no they, they, they don't meow care. to humans because well, they don't how know do how you, to communicate. How do you humans. feel about the study I just read that shows that cats think that humans are just large cats? I've yeah, I heard that, about I've heard that. that yeah, yeah, I yeah. heard that one. Doesn't really fit with your story very well, does it? I don't know. That's <laughs> so with this, with this with this baby, are they saying that it, resp- it responded specifically? They're saying it's to, specific to the words "I love to you." To the words and not I just love the you. sound of its, its mother's voice. Yeah. Was it a Facebook video? Yes. Of and course. was it shitboxed? Shitboxed. What's that? You, you don't know about shitboxing? It's no. it's when they let there's a letterbox yeah, yeah, yeah. square video and they put stupid text. They, they put text. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they okay, put okay. shitbox. I, yeah. no, I didn't know the Was it shitbox? Basically, it's just clickbait. Okay, so here's here's some advice. Ignore it. Yeah. <laughs> Scroll right past, or you can hit that little downer and say hide this. <laughs> Remove this from my feed forever. That makes for less interesting podcast content. I was scrolling down <laughs> but Facebook I hate and I saw the video. So I ignored much. the fuck out of it. What movie are we talking about today? Yeah, I always try to uh, I always try to build as many echo filters as I can. So I just hear my own opinion by hiding the things that I don't like and, <laughs> and pushing up the things. I like to have those things. No, on that my doesn't. That's to make fun I've heard people. that argument on about Facebook. Oh yeah, just just you need to hear other people's perspectives on Facebook. No, no, Facebook no, no, is no, just. No, 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 no. They, they <laughs> got they're they're in the right direction, but they got the wrong idea. I like in the wrong those, place. I like to see those things as an opportunity to then make fun of them. Well, it doesn't certainly. bother me as much. It's certainly just like, one this can is, do that. Yeah, I don't want to be open to those. Actually, I find the more open I am to those opinions, the more I expose them, the more I hate them. Yes. Like, I, I don't find yes, myself exactly. persuaded in any way. Like, I mean, at, at what, I'm 26 years old now? I've basically made my mind up about every issue in the entire planet at this point. Oh, like, nobody's great. changing their minds at this point. Like, you're yes, stuck. So here I don't go. know if it's just <laughs> you getting older, but I feel like since I've met... Since I first met you, you've become more and more cynical. Like, <laughs> no, like almost like I can count the degrees, like every year. Yeah, maybe, think, maybe it's just a byproduct of being around me, but possibly just getting. I think older. I was probably more cynical before you met me, and then I became less cynical, and then oh. and then you met me, and then it was all down. Da- I met you. Yeah. It was more like it, and then, yeah, well, that's what and then it was. Uh, it was all downhill from there. I don't know. Like I find that just. At this age, I like I feel like I. If you take a twenty-year-old version of myself. I feel like I was a very sensitive and like emotional person and like I just don't care about very much like when like when mm-hmm. like I like I was like I've complained to you about like you know some so, you know I some roommate or something like really you know annoying me or getting into some argument and it's like oh you can't do that like I don't like the way that you're doing that and I'm at like I don't, at this point like if, if I was 20 years old I would have been like oh man like okay let's work this out and like uh, I'll try to figure out what your perspective is, and like at this point, I'm like, I don't even care how you feel. Like, just leave me alone. Like, I, I, I don't even feel that bad about yeah. that. Like, I, <laughs> it's like, I, like, I think what it is is, um, I think you and you and I were talking about this the other day. Like, especially, I find like sometimes, sometimes with women, it's like you can have a discussion, and if somebody, if if if. I mean, I guess this can happen with dudes too, but it just really doesn't. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know what types of dudes. But if you have a woman who has like some weird baggage or something from her past, and like you can feel that coming out in in an argument that you're having with them or something, like you feel like they're projecting their like their dad or their brother or like some relationship onto you. And I'm sitting here like, bitch, like 
Uh, you're not my. You <laughs> never talk like that. <laughs> you're, you're, <laughs> you would never. You're not my mom or my sister, and I'm not dating you, so I don't care. Like I don't. I don't care about your issue. Like take it and stuff it. Like I. Like I, I don't. I don't. Like I don't. I don't have a problem with somebody who is like. It's like oh, I'm having this issue or I'm dealing with this problem. Totally fine. But as soon as like that, you're projecting that onto me, and now I'm like having an argument with your past, or like, yeah. or it's like it's like okay, so now I'm your dad, and I'm having an argument with you, like, and it's like. Like, yeah, like I like, and so before I, I just felt like like five years ago I was much more willing to like entertain that and mm-hmm. and be like okay like let's you know I'll try to like work through it with you and whatever and now I'm like I don't care like I just j- just shut up like I don't I don't just go <laughs> deal with it like go get a therapist I am not interested in like in being your dad like I don't I don't I'm not dating you and you're not my family so <laughs> yeah <I think laughs> like, as <laughs> I'm as I've gotten older I've just realized that uh, it's way easier to just humble yourself and nod along to whatever they're saying because that's way easier than than actually starting an argument and getting it's like I had to it's like I have this feeling about, or this idea about what they're saying and I could argue with them, but then that might take like a half an hour. I might get worked up and they might just completely ignore and miss the point. It's easier for me to just be like, yeah, all right. Oh, and, it's, and then it's over in like I, a minute. I mean, and this is why I'm... humble yourself. This is though. why I'm confused about it too because it's like, okay, like I, I feel like I'm still at a point where I could kind of turn back and, and be like a more sensitive person. But I also feel like this is way more productive. Like I've never had one of those arguments and entertained it and had it be like productive and go it somewhere. Never is. It never It never goes somewhere. Like, you cannot, you cannot argue with somebody who is, like, applying their emotions onto you. Like, you can't, it's, a, it's an impossible battle, and I feel like it's completely unproductive. Yeah, because um, they have to want to come to those conclusions as it is, and if they don't, anything you say is just going to bounce right off. It's going to deflect. Yeah, because, off. like, I'm arguing you that, like, I want the TV here instead of here, and you're arguing me that, like, I'm your dad I'm so, who I, hates you. I want to interrupt. <laughs> can, can this therapy session end, please? Never. <laughs> <laughs> it, and, uh, just so listeners understand, Andrew lives in a uh, communal home. Oh, well, they know. Six <laughs> other people. We've talked about and, it. And, uh, boy, when do we, we hear Andrew, about we it. say Mueller, I would never live with six other fucking hippies. <laughs> Mulls, Mulls. <laughs> Yeah, you don't even know my name. Get out of here. <laughs> okay, well, let's get to some movies. Thank you. Um, so, my what's your most hated most time? Hated mom? movie ever? Even though he waves I, his hand sarcastically. Even though I don't hate it, but I gotta call it that. You I hate it. Talk about it for some reason. Uh, is Blade Runner not the new Blade Runner? Not Blade Runner twenty forty nine. The original not Blade and, Runner. Uh, so which which original is that? Uh, is that the Blade like, Runner? Isn't there like seven cuts of it? Is there's yeah. like watch? a billion different cuts. Seven, that's they couldn't quite make a decision as to what the movie which should be at the as. Well, I can. I'm going to get, get into that for sure because uh, that's basically my only gripe with it. I actually really like Blade Runner. That's why it's not really a hated movie. Uh, you hate it. I, I hear the I way you talk did, about I definitely this did movie. Hate it you hate it. <laughs> I definitely did hate it at first. Um, it's. It's definitely a flawed masterpiece. It's a, it's a great movie. It's obviously had a huge impact on uh, cinema, especially sci-fi, blah, 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 blah. Um, but the first, like, the first time I ever saw it, uh, it was only a couple years ago, and I went into it thinking that just for whatever reason, I had, I had this impression in my head that it was uh, like an 80s badass action style movie, or, or yeah. 80s, at least 80s sci-fi. Like, definitely, I thought there would be more action. Uh, and that's not what it is at all. But I think that's what I was expecting the whole time watching. So I really, I did not like it upon first viewing uh, in the slightest. But 
uh, anyone who's seen the movie or at least knows anything slightly about it knows that the whole movie is a huge atmosphere and, and, and world and mm-hmm. amazing special effects. Like the special effects in the original Blade Runner, which is from 82, I believe, uh, those effects hold up today. And when I say they hold up today, I don't mean it like, oh, yeah, it looks pretty good for a movie from the early 80s. No, it looks pretty good from, for a movie from it 2017. Looks better than it most movies. It holds up so fucking... It, yeah. sh- it holds up shockingly well, the effects in that movie. So because of that, despite that I didn't like it on first viewing, it always pulled me back because the atmosphere in the world is, is so uh, mm. brilliantly created it, or, or created and visualized. And then upon a second viewing... I went into it because I just kept thinking about it. I was like, okay, there's, there's definitely something to this movie because I keep wanting to get back into that world. Uh, but I figured I'll dive back into it knowing what it is, knowing that uh, not expecting exciting action every like five seconds or whatever. And then, then I really started to love it. And because the, then I started thinking, like immediately I started thinking like, okay, so the replicants in this movie, the, the robots, the androids, aren't really the bad guys. This is more a movie about an exploration of what yeah, it is to what's be What's the movie about? Maybe like a general plot synopsis might so, be helpful. movie is, uh, there's, it actually takes place uh, two years from now in 2019. <laughs> um, Everyone lives in pyramids. Uh, it's like futuristic a... Futuristic pyramids. It's, no. it's this crazy... There's a pyramid in it, right? Isn't there like a big In Vegas. Pyramid? Sort of. That's just one building. Yeah. Everyone anyway, it's like a cyber... It's a cyberpunk, cyberpunk super futuristic look at, I think, Los Angeles. And there are these robots, android types called replicants that humans have been building and using essentially for uh, labor, slave labor, if you will. To build their uh, pyramids, to build <laughs> to build off-world colonies, <laughs> uh, but eventually the they're called replicants in the movie. Uh, right. So the robots are so slaves. So they are robots. Yes, I was they having are. this discussion with someone because I watched the new movie. I didn't have a chance no, to watch organic. the original. So are they like clony robots? Like they I never, didn't quite get that. They never go into the specifics of it. Yeah. Uh, I think at some point they make reference to that. It is. It's an android. It is a robot with flesh and it has like proper organs there's not and stuff some, too. There's but. not some crummy montage where they show their robots no, they like they in never a factory really being so built is, and explaining like every layer of their skin. That is a little ambiguous. They're either robots or just uh, meant to be clones that are completely uh, under they're our control. Clone. I always but. understood they were just compl- like 100% organic. Like they're grown humans is how Could be, I felt again, they it's, were. They, they never go and can never know. I guess they don't. Know. It's based on a book where that might happen, but I have no, I have no idea okay. about that fucking book. Anyway, a bunch <laughs> of these replicants that are being used for slave labor and like war too. They they put them in soldiers. Uh, they put them in as soldiers to fight their war. They wars. put them in soldiers' bodies. <laughs> and uh, a couple of them escape from whatever their slave labor camp on another planet uh, and get back to the planet and and they start to kill people and blah blah blah. Things things go bad because the replicants start rebelling. It goes uh, awry. Yes. So the government says, all right, no more replicants. The replicants have been fucking around, but a couple, there's still a couple left out there. Man, I did not know this was the plot of this. I only watched this movie like two years ago. Oh, really? <laughs> 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 I, I can't remember the plot at all. I can't see you enjoying the original Blade Runner. It's no, I liked it. It's really? a yeah, it was slower, good. drier movie. It's I think, a really good looking movie, you know? I think there'll be a lot of people like, like me on my first impression going into it thinking that it, it's really boring because it is kind of a, it's a boring movie. I think it's great, but it's a great boring movie. Yeah, very yeah. slow moving. Anyway, these replicants be- get back to Earth, just like bridesmaids. And Harrison Ford, bridesmaids. Harrison Ford <laughs> named Deckard, uh, he's a detective basically sent to find the replicants and kill them. The detectives are called Blade Runners. They're one, specifically for hunting down replicants and killing them. There's one too many D's in that in that name. 
Deckard? Ford? Yeah. Deckard, the one? Just get or two? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two Ds? <laughs> one too many. Get rid, of, get rid of one of the Ds. Eckerd. <laughs> anyway. Other, other D. So upon my <laughs> second viewing of this movie, I started to realize this is a movie about what it is to be human. And that it, yeah. throughout the whole movie, it's shown that the replicants have more humanity than the humans. It's this beautiful, like, gar- gorgeous sort of dark, but also depressing-looking cyberpunk futuristic city. But all the humans are pretty lifeless and yeah. just kind of going about their lives. Like, no one's... Seemingly, no one's leading a happy life, at least upon watching it. Um, but what's interesting is, my first viewing, I didn't really know what the movie was, and I got the impression during my second viewing that neither did the director. Like, I don't <laughs> think the director knew what made his movie great. I'm, of course, speaking of Ridley Scott. I referenced him slightly in the intro. Uh, director of like Alien, Blade Runner, a bunch of other stuff. And we'll be right back after this gremlin of the week to find out why this director doesn't know what he's doing. You won't believe. <laughs> you won't believe why. Stay tuned. 17 reasons. <laughs> after the break. Why Ridley Scott tricked you into reading this article. Braden, Can I just say, away. I hate this segment so much. Oh, wow. What a waste of time. <laughs> First off, I've never seen the Gremlins movie. And is that the really well, bad movie by the Italian director, argument. or is that Sorry. Trolls? Is, this, is Gremlins the really bad movie by the Italian director? No, 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 you're thinking trolls. of Troll 2. You're thinking of Troll 2 specifically. Troll 2, okay. You mean a great movie, So troll all two. of this is... Yeah. Completely confusing. I've never seen a... And you describe this gremlin and going, oh, great. Here we go. Some gremlin in a ceiling fan. You watch, you watch gremlins. That'll change your mind. You'll, you'll, just, you'll you'll change your about, life. You're thinking about to. nothing but gremlins. Or you can... Goblin backwards. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's from Troll, Troll 2. And they, and they have the riddle of Nilbog. And the, the town's end. called Nilbog. And then he, he's sitting in the car and he looks in the, the side mirror and goes... And then the light bulb goes on. <gasps> it's Goblin backwards. <laughs> and all of a sudden, everything makes sense <laughs> because the town's called... Goblin backwards. Anyway, well, maybe you should just watch the yeah. movie trailer for Gremlins. And oh then yeah, good, good and call. That, and that would have. I will say, oh, movie trailers in the because when when did Gremlins come out? Yeah, eighty something. Yeah, four eighty five. Yeah, eighty four. Yeah. See, movie trailers back then were a little different. It would just be like a couple of random shots from the movie. They were better back then. Yeah, I mean, it depends on how you look at it. If you're trying to save time, they're everything worse. is depends on how you look at it. Ever like killing people that you don't like is depends on how you look at it. Hmm, sure, like, <laughs> a very postmodern. Modern take on things. This is why I think this segment's important, though, because I talk to like Literalist. anyone I talk to about it's Gremlins. Important. Anytime, any 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 time I talk to about people with Gremlins and they haven't seen it, they 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 they. I think everyone thinks this is just a dumb movie from the eighties. They think about maybe stuff like Troll Two, or possibly mm-hmm. some everybody of the, listening to this some podcast. Some of the knockoffs came up. Uh, not everyone listening to this podcast, but I do talk to a lot of people when I start talking about Gremlins. Uh, they look at me kind of confused and they think it's a dumb movie. So it's important. Yeah, you, you people told- actually need to know it's not a dumb movie. It's a it's good, good movie. movie. Yeah. Everybody listening some- to this podcast keeps telling us how much they hate this segment, and they just don't. Don't get it. Like, you just got to watch Gremlins. <laughs> hey, get the net. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say people I was talking about this show. <laughs> so instead of 
listening to our fans. We're going to do whatever we want. Yeah. There's a, if you have an Mailbox. iPhone, there's a 15-second skip button. Just hit that a couple of times and you get to go. So, let's move on. How dare you? Enough of you, John. Off of the podcast, into the pit of squalor <laughs> with all you. <laughs> My gremlin of the week is... The tourist gremlins from Gremlins Two. Tourist gremlins. The new batch. Yeah. So during during the uh, <laughs> That's the first time I think a gremlins come up, which I don't. I'm Do not they sure have I floral shirts? Okay, about. so in Gremlins Two, there's the the singing part where Brainiac Gremlin, Smart Gremlin, whatever we call him, mm-hmm. sings New York, New York. He's like, "All right, everybody, let's sing," and he sings New York, New York. Yep. And it's just like this great montage of gremlins just. Yeah, it's around. like a hundred gremlins. All so many. It's and an insane scene. I don't even know how they did it, man. It's crazy. And there's these two gremlins hanging out, and uh, it, it kind of it starts zoomed in on one and backs up, and you see quickly that uh, they clearly look like tourists. The one has like a uh, like a Polaroid camera around his neck, and he's yeah. wearing like this really ugly like touristy like Does mom, have, mom um, or dad kind of like visor? transparent visor. Nice. Does he have sunscreen on his nose? No. <laughs> and then the other gremlin has a statue of Liberty hat, yeah. and and has this gizmo shirt. That uh, it just—it's like the Ghostbusters logo, like with the circle and the line going through. But it's Gizmo. Really? Yeah. I don't even remember these gremlins. Wow. Yeah, it's really funny. So uh, they're just kind of dicking around, and um, the camera goes away, and it comes because it's basically just a picture of them going. They, oh, they have a teddy bear that has a noose around it for some reason. <laughs> I don't know what the significance of that is because <laughs> they're jerks. Yeah, and then it goes away and it comes back. Weesh. And I, I, I thought it was the same gremlins, but I actually looked and it wasn't. But it's funny anyway. So it comes back and there's another gremlin with a Polaroid camera, like two two quick shots later, and he takes a picture of another gremlin, and then and that gremlin turns him. into a skeleton and dies. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah, actually yeah, not yeah. the same gremlins. So I thought he uses it was. the flash to kill another gremlin. Yeah, on like, his yeah. Polaroid. He's taking his picture, and, and that's him. like a kind of a reference to the first movie, right? Because the the girl in the bar has the has the camera that she starts well, flashing light, them with. Light so, kills the kills yeah. gremlins. Yeah, but she specifically uses a Polaroid yes. camera to Wait, do that. Light so. kills gremlins. Yeah, yeah like, how did they like film really, the movie? Really, <laughs> Oh, you're just a great one. Very tricky editing yeah. and lighting techniques. Yeah. <laughs> and the funniest part is the uh, in the first shot with the gremlins, uh, the one tourist gremlins reading this book that says, uh, dining in New York after midnight. <laughs> after midnight. Yeah. After midnight, because yeah. the gremlins aren't supposed to eat yeah. after midnight. Reminded me of that He's funny. He's getting into trouble. Remember that funny scene in the, I, I think it was a Halloween episode of The Simpsons? Where okay. the aliens come and uh, they think they're trying to enslave humanity, and Lisa finds that book where it says "How to Cook Humans," oh, yeah. and he's like, "No, it's just got some space dust on it." And he blows <laughs> on it. And it's how to cook four humans. <laughs> She's like, "No, there's more dust." And she blows on it. It's like how to cook forty humans. Like, no, no, there's more space dust. He blows on it. How to cook four forty humans? <laughs> um, so why? And don't, don't answer this question right away, but uh, why do you think that people hate tourists so much? Because, like, everybody's a, everybody's a tourist, like, at, say, We're at, at some point. We're all immigrants. <laughs> you're kind of used to the things that they're super excited about. And yeah, so, here, so that they're annoying. Like, yeah, it's almost yeah. like their enthusiasm is annoying, I guess. Yeah, we don't get a lot of tourists out here, so I'm never bothered by them. Yeah, so. they're in the mountains. Yeah, you, you, eaten you by a, yeah. You will meet a lot cat. of tourists doing something that you never do, 
exercising. Uh, if you go up and hike, uh, you will. Uh, so I would just be one of them then. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, but I talk to like, if, if you're, I mean, not that I do a lot of hiking, but when I do, I always yeah. run into some couple from Germany or like some, somebody from somewhere that's like, they come here to hike cause they heard about our stupid mountains. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like they're not, we don't have any like cool statues or anything or an exciting. We have got uh, the Rambo statue in Hope. Yeah, that's not oh, weird, yeah. <laughs> the no, it's not. They said Rambo. Ran, yeah. Uh, and we have uh, we have the Bridal Falls, which is like a very small waterfall that a bunch of Asian tourists come to constantly. Like, <laughs> I'll just see like group swarms of twenty of them with cameras, and it's like <laughs> this is like five minutes from my house. Like, <laughs> this is not even like. I mean, it's 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 kind of cool or whatever. So, well, we found the uh, the mystery of the hatred of tourists. Clearly, fan favorite gremlin of the week. Actually, one last point, and that is, you could make up gremlins, and no one would know. I'm sure. Well, that's sometimes. Sometimes I listen to the segment, and I think they're making this up. You know what? The funny thing is, none of them have been made up. Not a single fucking one. We have integrity here, John. You're right. We could, but they're not. No, I would never do that with gremlins. Which I guess shows how creative the film is. Yeah, listen here, John. We're here about. We're here to treat all types of people with respect here in Real Movies of the Real Men, talking nice things about them all the time, and would never lie about a gremlin. So we are. So the mystery now is of Ridley Scott, of why he does Welcome doesn't back. Know. Why, why does he yeah. not know? Before the break, <laughs> I hate, what are they called, recaps. They drive me such a waste of time. Yeah, well, yeah. you should watch some of the Saw movies. They're all recaps. No way. They're, the whole movie is like the a whole, recap every five like, minutes. There, there is probably a full hour out of all the movies that's just flashbacks to previous parts of that movie or previous like movies. Like a scene most that of, just Most happened. of which have just happened. That is genuine. Offensive. We we talked about it pretty in depth. I, I know that you've only heard the first twenty yeah, minutes because you mentioned that to me. So this morning actually. <laughs> yeah. So uh, make sure you get onto those saw movies. They're a real a mm, real, real hootenanny. Our glowing mm. review you can hear on our last episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, you can find it on uh, Apple iTunes podcasts and <laughs> any other podcast apps. Visit us at realmoviesrealmen.com to see Andy's amazing. You won't believe the MS paint shop that Andy <laughs> did on the Saw poster. Oh, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. I found a real turkey. I put it on a real severed foot and took that picture. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> so... Ridley Scott is a... Back to Blade Runner. If we go back to the Alien Covenant episode, we've already established that Ridley Scott is a huge hack. Yeah, so I want to reestablish that he's a huge <laughs> hack. I want to double down I mean, that was modern. showcase more how much of a fucking idiot That he was modern Ridley Scott 2017. We all yeah. know directors after their heyday of making brilliant movies like Blade Runner can, you know, they sometimes they don't get to make good movies again after that. So I feel like Ridley Scott kind of has always been... Uh, accidentally a good director. What? Uh, How dare you talk about Ridley Scott? Accidentally? How dare you talk about Ridley Scott back in the day like this? Because he's clearly extremely talented when it comes to visuals, especially back in the 80s and and early 70s. By the way, I have heard... Or late 70s, sorry. I, I have heard the phrase... Ridley Scott is a great visual director <laughs> probably 80 times in the past two years. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's all he's got going oh, for. Because that's all I talk like, about. In their, like, production design department. Anyway, sorry, talking about Blade Runner that I have to mention Ridley Scott again. <laughs> <laughs> <Hot> sucker. <laughs> 
Uh, Mall sucker. <laughs> so he's a brilliant visual director, sorry, but he doesn't sorry. seem to understand me. what makes his stories so great or perhaps even how to tell a story sometimes. So, sorry, can we start doing the excuse me thing that... Ad, that uh, Infowars guy uh, does. I don't know what Alex Jones. Alex what Jones. Excuse me. Because he always he always goes towards. I hate these mother effort. Excuse me. And then like he's oh, always yeah, excused. Yeah. There, there's I don't he's watch always enough of his stuff. Whenever he swears, he, whenever he swears, he goes. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Like when his parents hilarious. are watching. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but there's a montage of it, and it's like ten minutes long of him just oh, saying terrible things. And, excuse me. Like it, it, it's it doesn't even sound that convincing anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Soon I'll get there eventually. You know, <laughs> eventually uh, I'll swear and apologize, so those, and soon I'll be Alex Jones. Really, Scott? For those that don't know, uh, there's, and we were talking about it a bit uh, earlier in this episode, before the episode, before we started recording, there's like a billion different cuts of this movie, uh, because when the movie first came out, it didn't do well at all. Uh, they, in fact, when they first made the movie, they sent it off to like a test audience, and the audience wasn't wasn't happy about it. So the studio's like, we got to change this before we release it because the, the 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 test audience they don't know they don't understand quite what's going on or certain certain details that they needed to understand. Uh, and the movie has a bit of a dark uh, ending, whatever. So for the theatrical re- so that was like the original cut that never got uh, put out there. Uh, for the theatrical cut, they added a bunch of narration. To the movie, specifically at the end and the beginning of is the movie. Is that Harrison Ford narrating? Yeah. So the narration was just like super, just ham-fistedly explained things that were definitely being told visually. And everyone involved in making the film, like produ- not producers, but like director, the cinematographer, actors, DP. all of them. They all hated the idea of the narration. So Her- and Harrison Ford specifically, like he really hated it. So he he took the narration to record over throughout parts of the movie, again, mostly the beginning and the end, uh, and he intentionally read them as, as horrible as he could, thinking, well, the studio will never use this. <laughs> I, and you can find it on, on YouTube and whatever. Maybe we'll post it somewhere. But uh, it is, it's just horrendous. Like, he's reading it as monotone as possible. Like, the movie starts with this beautiful, like, beautiful shots of mm-hmm. the city that they created and, and all these people in this, like, depressing, It's a miniature area. city. Yeah, most of it, I think. That I, I'm not going to go in the specifics. The rest of it was made but, on a Mac Pro. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really telling you visually like what's going on. And then all of a sudden, you just hear Harrison Ford just reading it almost as loud and as monotonous it's as so possible. It's so bad. Like, I was a detective who looked for replicants to kill. Like, just like... <laughs> So horrible, the most the most bland uh, delivery you can possibly imagine. I think your delivery was probably better. To be, it honest. could have been. Like you I, I can't, I can't, worse. I can't do it justice at all. But uh, <laughs> I can't do justice how bad, how bad this is. Uh, it, but Let it's me just try. Great. So Harrison Ford records it, thinking, oh, this, "This is so bad. The studio will never use this." And they did. They just they put it in anyway, and it is fucking horrific. So that's the theatrical cut. And then there's like a bunch of cuts in between. It eventually gets to the director's cut, which is like the second last one, where they, they there's no stupid voiceovers. They took out they took out the all the narration. Uh, they made it the ending uh, depressing again. Again, uh, so another thing they added in the theatrical release was a, like a happy ending where everything works out really? for the characters. Yeah, it shows like a shot of them like driving through the countryside and being like, oh, they never caught us and we lived uh, happily ever oh, after. Oh my gosh. It is just terrible. That's blasphemous. So in the director's cut, they took out that, they took out all the narration uh, and they added a certain dream sequence and then eventually it got to the final cut which just kind of touched up some of the special effects and it's basically the same as the director's cut so it's got a de- nice depressing ending uh, no stupid voiceovers 
uh, and just touched up special effects. Okay. That's the version that everyone sh- of the movie or everyone going into the movie should check out is the final cut. The final cut. Okay. It's nearly perfect. It's definitely the best version of it. I never thought we would stoop so low as to talking as to which cut you should be downloading. Well, because this question comes up a lot. Some sort of movie people, nerd? Because they made, they made way too many. I asked you this question, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Like made, a week ago. And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> which, which, which version which cut? Yeah, I was like, oh, which cut should I watch? Because I knew we were going to talk about this. I knew it. And I still didn't watch the film because Andrew didn't which give I'm me a, a non-answer. He was like, should've I don't know. Should have watched our heart. And then he'd have been oh, that's a good point. Should have just spent eight hours. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it, is, it is important to clarify because I've seen it so like so much, like talking in person, just people on the internet asking which which version do I see? Because they made so many, like too many different cuts of this thing, and nobody knows which one to watch. You want to watch what's called the final cut, which is the final cut that they ever made. So is that kind of similar to the the Saw Seven, the final chapter? Is that what it was called? I don't fucking. It's called the final remember. chapter. <laughs> they make another Saw, then that'll be. Yeah. It's coming out this coming month. Out next, oh, like no. next week. I think. Yeah, it's called Jigsaw, though. Rebranding. Well, actually, by the time this podcast airs, it will be out. Yeah, it'll be it'll be out. By the time you listen to this, there's a information delay. <laughs> Can't even well, talk about a, people who've died recently. Uh, unfortunately. Just a bit. So anyway, <laughs> uh, Final Cut is the best version uh, that you can watch, except for one little thing that stupid Ridley Scott added that I think. You have to ignore to watch. It's a real George Lucas move in that you have to ignore it in order for it in order for the rest of the movie to work. Man, we keep referencing George Lucas in Star Wars, but we haven't really talked in depth about about uh, the whole. Like, I don't, don't want to talk about it because watch to. the Red Letter Media. Yeah, there's there's reviews. Yeah, I can't do anything we're, we're, better than they did. Yeah, like they they have this perfect video that explains like uh, the the prequels of Star Wars and why they suck and and it's, it's like it, to watch it it's kind of this whole thing that we're all educated on but we've never really talked about <laughs> on the show so we keep talking oh this is a George Lucas movie and they're like well, I haven't seen that video and you guys never talked about that so what the hell are you guys talking about like what type of movie mm-hmm. podcast well, is are you what's happening today <laughs> go watch it the on Red Letter is Media in the description below if yeah. you want to get that five-second joke that we bring up occasionally, you better spend four mm-hmm. hours oh, watching this video. It's just a reference. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you better, if you want to be in the loop. Um, so the final cut adds one scene that I think completely misses the point of the original. And what it is, is... So all these, all these fans out there started speculating, is Deckard, the main character, uh, a replicant? And he's Ooh. the Blade Runner. He's supposed to kill the replicants. He's, yeah, he's the guy. He's hunting down the replicants to kill them. And there's this whole theory speculation that's... That doesn't even matter. I hate fans. Yeah, I'll get into that a bit after. But uh, uh, the original Latin of the word "fan" comes from "fanatic." So, actually, so. Ridley Scott on the final two cuts that they made, he added uh, he added this scene where Deckard is sleeping and he's dreaming of a unicorn. Just a random dream doesn't really mean anything. And then at the end of the movie... Wait, he's dreaming of a unicorn? You keep talking about the unicorn at the end, and I keep thinking that that's like some TV trope term no, 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 like of, of some dumb thing somebody put in a movie. <laughs> no, no, but no, it's no, a no. literal unicorn. He dreams, he dreams <laughs> like of a, some cliche. Of a literal know. unicorn. A bunch of things happen. Then at the end of the movie, his his boss or overseer, supervisor, whatever you want to call him, Gaff. He, he wakes movie. up and the whole movie was uh, a lie. No, he <laughs> leaves a little unicorn origami thing in his... Because this, this, his supervisor always, always making these little origami things just as a, as a hobby thing. And he leaves a little unicorn in his apartment, kind of signifying that... Those, he knows what he's dreaming about? He knows what he's dreaming about. And the only way Gaff, the supervisor dude, he could have known that is if his dreams were implanted, which they talk about earlier in the movie, how the replicants get memories implanted to make them feel uh, more real. So it, it implies that Deckard's a replicant. And it's totally something... 
that Ridley Scott added way after the fact. He, there's no way he intended that on the original. All the writers, actors involved, the writers of the script say, no, that was never the intention that Deckard was a replicant. And I argue that this ruins the movie because the whole point of the movie is that the, the replicants have more humanity than the humans. Yeah. Uh, and if Deckard is a replicant, then there's, there's nothing compelling about the ending, which, sorry, uh, John Vision, I'm going to ruin That's okay. a little Go bit right ahead. Eventually, this replicant kind of starts hunting Deckard, and the replicants are way stronger than humans. And right. at the end, this is as the replicant is dying because they have a short lifespan. They're only meant to live like four years, and he's clearly like about to die. Uh, Deckard's hanging from the top of a building, and, and uh, the replicant's name is Roy. Roy decides to save him, even though he was just trying to kill him, as an act of humanity, a display of humanity. Because he's going to die anyways. Yeah, he gives this amazing speech, which I referenced. And if he was a robot, he would have just killed him because he would say, that's my directive, and I'm just going to do it till the end, and well, it well, no, no, but, but, but Roy, the replicant, the idea is, is that uh, Deckard's been hunting these people who are fearful that, that their lives are about to end. Like they've, they've right, because the replicants feel like they're real people. Yeah, and they essentially, like the whole movie goes about what it is to be human. I'm not going to get too hard Sure, that's that. what the movie's about. That's the theme. But at the end, Roy has this opportunity to kill Deckard, who is assumably human, but he decides to save him, displaying humanity, showing a human, what it, a replicant, a robot, an android, clone, whatever you want to call it, showing a human what it is to, to be, be human. human. Whereas Deckard, he didn't really have that. He was just very cold, living a depressed life and hunting down people, things that were fearful to you die. You spent all night uh, hunting down replicants. Well, let's see. How, you're dead inside. You're <laughs> dead, <laughs> dead in this trap. You're yeah. <laughs> but, saw time for you into the pit of squalor. <laughs> but, but where it misses the point, if Deckard is a replicant as well, there's nothing compelling about a replicant showing, another, showing replicant. another replicant what it is to be human because a replicant arguably should have to be shown what it is to be human. There's nothing yeah. compelling or interesting about that. It's compelling when something that they've created, a robot... Yeah, it's out of place yeah. from what your expectations. Yeah, exactly. Man. That's compelling storytelling. Deckard being a replicant makes, the, makes that moment worse. And it's the best moment in the movie. Uh, Rudger Howard, who plays Roy, he gives this amazing speech. Oh, that from he, Hobo that, with a Shotgun? If you yeah, want a reference of a correct. better, more popular movie. Uh, <laughs> he's awesome. <laughs> he, imp he improvs his speech at the end while he's dying, and it's by far the best part of them. It's the Tears in Rain speech. Oh, right. Yeah, that's what you started uh, this episode with, right? Yes. It's, I, I actually, I understanding I I'm being right now sensitive and understanding, <laughs> listening to that Andy's so points. I sound like a good roommate. Wow. <laughs> Uh, I don't care anymore, Andy. Moment, get it's this beautiful moment that Ridley Scott destroys by making a Deckard a replicant and yeah, yeah, a replicant showing another replicant what it is to be human. Who cares? That's that's not compelling. There's yeah. nothing interesting about that. Um, so we need another cut of the movie. <laughs> yes. I actually, I'm, I, I've actually been final, thinking final cut. Someone needs to make a fan edit. Topher for, Grace can do it. Yeah, Topher Grace needs to make a fan edit. Topher Grace from that '70s show, Eric. He should make <laughs> he needs the to cut. Make a fan edit that's the exact same as the final cut. <laughs> just just remove the scene. dream sequence. He can even keep the origami figure. Right, because it's kind of this interesting. Won't mean anything. Yeah. Well, I have final cut. I could do it. <laughs> yeah, it could actually. Very John Vision can do it. Anyone can. <laughs> Anyone do it. can do it. It's it so easy, Because the unicorn dream is like five seconds. And think about <laughs> it. Cut it so Think about it. Who's easy. buying this movie now? 
No uh, one. No one. Everyone's torrenting it. Everyone's torrenting it. Make so your cut. Go label call it like the best label, cut. Or label it the, the final cut like best. Make it like a really good Blu-ray rip yeah, and yeah. replace the movie totally. inadvertently because they could can't. Be done. They can't control the distribution of the pirated idea. copies. My yeah, question the, is: Was the origami unicorn was that in the original? And then they added the dream sequence. I don't recall. I'm gonna guess. Probably it probably was. It probably, it probably was. It it probably was, but it just didn't mean anything because that guy was always making little yeah, origami. It was just figures. a little kind of oh cool. Like, I think it was initially meant to just be a hint that Gaff, the supervisor dude, was in his apartment. Because now yeah. Decker decides to run off with some lady replicant yeah. uh, that he kind of falls in love with, uh, and it shows that Gaff was in the apartment, so he has to he has to run. Like he can't just. Basically, Gaff saying, "Look, like he's kind of giving him a heads up." Yeah, right? I've been yeah. here, and I'm going to have to hunt you down. So yeah. you better get the fuck out. Of it. I'm guessing that's what it was initially supposed to mean when they first uh, filmed it. But then that's how I interpreted it too, because I didn't even link the unicorn thing with it so, at all. Yeah. So uh, what uh, I, what uh, I th- what I think happened was Ridley Scott made this movie, and nobody ever intended for Deckard to be a replicant. But then a bunch of f- the movie the movie bombed, and it got forgotten about, and then it became like a cult hit. I think like twenty years later, Blade Runner got popular well after the fact. Um, and then some fans started posting fan theories, which are almost always fucking garbage. Uh, and they just started speculating, yeah. is Deckard a replicant? Not realizing kind of what I was saying about the story being about humanity. And, if it, and, and it's if just it, like a, a random speculation. It's like, is he a replicant for no reason? And like, if, just if the theory was, twist? if it was published t- in 2017, it would say, um, is Deckard a replicant in Blade Runner? Yes, and that would be the headline. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then you'd reread the article because every every modern headline spoils yeah. uh, the contentious topic that they're like. It, we're at a point now with headlines where like it's not even like this clearly slanted headline. Like they just give away their answer yeah. in it that they're supposed to be arguing for. Like like some journalism where you're supposed to be balancing both sides of the issue. It's like, yeah. is this guy a racist? You're a racist if you don't think that, and you better get on board with what we're saying. All in the top headline that says all this stuff. But <laughs> I think I think Ridley Scott started reading these dumb fan theories, and being that he's a big dumb guy as well, I think he started thinking, "Ooh, yeah, what if Deckard is a, oh. a random twist for no reason? That's not interesting, and potentially ruins the whole fucking so story." What? So I think he added it way after the fact, because not uh. all of the writers say, "No, Deckard was never supposed to be a replicant." Uh, in the new Blade Runner, I'm not going to spoil anything but they just don't talk about it like I think it's clear that the director like Ridley Scott was the executive producer of the new one and the director is a much smarter director who I can't pronounce his name it's like Dennis Villeneuve he's French Denis Villeneuve Villeneuve, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and he's a much smarter director, and I think he he understands that Deckard being a replicant is stupid. But he also he's working with uh, Ridley Scott, so I think he just doesn't talk about he, it. He's also a much more like humble director too. Seems like I, it. I was yeah, I was watching an interview with him, and he was saying how um, you know I'm making we're making the new Blade Runner, which is this beloved franchise and um, and we can't uh, we can't compete with that so we're just going to we're just going to take the movie and do the yeah. best job that we can with it yeah. um, uh, you know and just just kind of use our use our artistic abilities to do the best that we can like like he just has like a very down to earth kind of tone the way that he the way that he goes through it it's not like oh this is going to be the best blade runner ever and stuff yeah. like this is like there's no like yeah there's just not really like any pretension considering he i think we were looking at that list of sci-fi movies of like what's the kind of the top sci- sci-fi movies of the last, of the 10, last years. 10 years and yeah. like and like i think he made two of them <laughs> two yeah, or three that of them and, that and arrival <laughs> he, he made arrival so. yeah so uh yeah so yeah he did arrival which was fantastic 
fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did Prisoners too. Yeah, yeah prisoners. He did Prisoners. He did a real artsy movie called Enemy, starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, it's very good. Not all, not everyone will like that one, but I think a lot of people like Prisoners. And I most I remember people, watching the trailer for mo- that. Most people <laughs> like Arrival too. Yeah. Most people, Arrival obviously did. I very loved well. Arrival. Yeah. He directed yeah, Sicario too. Oh yeah, Sicario, which is yeah. I remember I was talking to so. Oh yeah, I, I probably sh- I'm not going to spoil Arrival. That's too good of a movie. No, to spoil. Yeah. No, no, that's no, too. Don't. Okay, well, forget that story. It's on Netflix. Uh, you can watch it. Uh, I mean, if you, if you want just my super insanely quick review of the new Blade Runner, uh, I will argue as a fan of the original, ignoring the unicorn scene. I think the new one is better than the original, and I, I like I look at it, the original as kind of a cloud. Again, I call it a f- I think a flawed masterpiece earlier in this conversation. I think the new one's better than that. I think it it does everything the original set out to be. It has all the same atmosphere and great world building, only it just has a much more compelling. Got to see Blade Runner now. Um, but <laughs> the original, my, my whole no. point, <laughs> I think Ridley Scott read this read this stupid fan theory, and because he's <sighs> stupid as well, just just latched onto it and decided to add it way after the fact. Whereas none of the writers or any of like people, uh, any other people involved, <laughs> thought that Deckard was supposed to be a replicant. That is what the that's the definition of pulling a George Lucas. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, going in it's, after it's, the fact and editing things in that make it worse. Also, yeah. it's like letting the fandom kind of dictate your storytelling. Yes. It's like, oh, yeah. people want to see more. Oh, people liked Darth Vader. Well, let's just have him. Let's just shoehorn him in. To, right, like, right. Uh, just as the quick Stuff summary like for that, that uh, the the complaint with George Lucas, other than a million complaints, is that he CGI'd <laughs> a bunch of dumb dinosaurs into the original Star Wars, and it looks horrible. Yeah, it looks so terrible, yeah. and it just it's like screaming poor judgment in your face. So it, going in after the fact to fix something. 15 quote, quote fix as someone who's made content I can sort of understand are you yeah did you go to film school <laughs> <laughs> no actually I went to journalism broadcast journalism school um, uh, but like this, well, this, this uh, you actually might be more qualified to run this podcast than us <laughs> because your degree has something to do with recording your yes. voice that's right <laughs> I hope that the Take listeners that have noticed um, but um yeah, so like I, I, I can I like I remember doing this one story a couple of years ago and like I couldn't let it go. Like I had to fiddle with it. Fiddle, fiddle, fiddle. It's not perfect, it's not perfect, it's not perfect. And sometimes you just have to just stop and let it and go. Let go. Of course. And leave it. And usually the people who are watching will be like, Wow, that was great. That was so amazing. Cause they, they they're not gonna it. notice because the they would, that you weren't didn't finish. Yeah, because they don't yeah. they don't know every shot that was shot. They don't yeah. know every possible permutation. Cause when you edit editing is the worst, by yes. the way. I've, it's, I have it's extremely a, minor a, experience. It's with a it, mind yes. fuck. Like you, it's literally like you. You're doing a puzzle where you have more pieces than you need, yeah. and they can go <laughs> together in all sorts of different they ways. They all can fit together. And, yeah, and well, some can't though, and so it's very ugh. right. Some some better than others. Um, yeah. So j- j- uh, the origins story of real movies with real men oh, yeah. uh, lies lies in John O'Vision here. So this is when I, met, uh, I first yeah, met you, John. That's right. Was during this our, our. In fact, I came up with the name, didn't I? Uh, I don't guys, remember. No, you. Okay, what what that was was when you were filming okay, us. Okay, well, we, let's set the stage here first. <laughs> and I can set the stage too because I remember that. <laughs> the day everybody set vividly. the stage. <laughs> the end. I will step back as I was not there. <laughs> yeah, I had some background involvement, but hardly. And he stole our idea and so made himself the to star. To preface, um, yep. I formally. I was just recently laid off. Worked uh, in uh, community television uh, for like the community cable access, access cable baby. access baby, uh, as like the volunteer coordinator producer uh, for the small town we live in. Support your local cable access yes, what's for the SPCA. Anyway, so uh, so I was always looking for desperately desperately looking for people to produce content because we basically had a whole channel to run, and it was me and like one other person yeah. running a whole channel, which is wow. quite amazing. So I'd always be like ta- finding people in the community, like you want to make a show, you want to make a show knowing like full well the huge 
time commitment in yeah. making a show. And I'd like train them. I'd show them how to use the camera. And then I'd get, you know, some boring talk show out of it. But So just super desperate for... Oh, always. Yeah, so yeah. I like, pe- like, people would submit like a video of a cat licking itself. You're like, all right, it's in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I was still picky too. Um, yeah. But... But like, like I remember, it, it had to be boring enough to go on cable. <laughs> no, it had to be. It could be boring, but it's it had to look a little professional. Sure. That was sort of what ended up being yeah. the standard. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that's a pretty low bar. Uh, yeah, we need you to write this article for the New York Times. Does it have to be interesting? No. Does it have to cover anything? No, no. We just need it to be free of spelling errors. Yeah, no swearing. Yeah. yeah, no swearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever, uh, like, whatever is good. I had to let the community express itself. Blah blah blah. So yeah. we approach Moller. You approach. Well, no, I probably approached Andrew. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Andrew Moller. I'm like, oh, Andrew probably will do, do something. <laughs> you you gotta get this name stuff straight, man. Moller. Moller. It's because I know you as Andrew. I don't know Andy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, uh, Andy. Well, so Moller here. Moller, 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 Moller. So John filmed me and Moller. Yeah, and another friend of ours, Jason, at midnight. At midnight in the local th- movie theater here. It was a oh, yeah. Set. It was the a great only, set. The only time that we could get a slot for the theater was at midnight <laughs> yeah, because the they world. were open late because they were remodeling something. So they were like, oh, you can come here at this time. Yeah. And uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, so we, yeah, we showed up at like 11 p.m. Yeah. I, re- just I was set like, to film. we yeah. had to like get the camera. Like my office was like in the scuzziest part of town at that time. And it's like <laughs> oh, 1130 yeah. and we have to like fill the the, now, the, uh, now the just your house is there. And now just my house is there. <laughs> we have to fill fill this car up with like thirty thousand dollars worth of gear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was funny. So we head down to the theater, and John films us for a couple hours. Just we're doing like an impromptu, like improv review of like of, of total, the Marvel total random non sequiturs everywhere. Had like no direction. I'm just like, oh, where is this going? <laughs> I directed it the way. Oh I yeah, saw yeah, it. yeah, John had. <laughs> I was like, like oh, this is, yeah, this is going. This is going great. I was like, very. Very, very curious as to what sort of what sort of result was going to come out of this. Yeah, that was my that, abiding memory. That I was like, that was interesting. Yeah, so I don't know. At we were, one in the morning when we were done, I would thought. So we came up with the name then because yeah. we yeah. were spitballing what to call it. Except for yeah. that one, that one was more of this slightly different title. Yeah, slightly different title. Much spelled. better title. We, yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 no it's not. <laughs> we had so yeah. it was real <laughs> movies with real men, but the R E E L instead of yeah. like of a men. real. But which real was it? it was it the first reel? It was the second reel. It was this real uh, movies with uh, R E E L men. Yeah. Oh yeah, we, we reversed. <laughs> no, we did reverse it, oh, so it was yeah. the wrong. It was the wrong oh, one okay. for yeah, yeah. for each one, and uh, so it was like I mean, it was this satirical, absurdist comedy that's just like like we're making up plot lines that never happened in the movie, and yeah. you know, uh, Marv, my what was my favorite. Uh, my favorite superhero in this movie was uh, Pocket Man. He can Pocket make Man pockets. Was the best he can one. make pockets Pocket out of yeah. anything. <laughs> like, or, uh, yeah, Pocket Man. The, the human human violin. You know, human, yeah. uh, bees. I think I think the listener can understand why I was so concerned about the end result. Yeah, so, yeah. John uh, just looked horrified for yeah, like yeah. half the. Yeah, he did. He was, was horrified. Just just supporting I was us. Like, what have I got myself in? How am I gonna? How I hope this is arable. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> the equipment's probably just damaged. Just from recording yeah. this kind of thing. <laughs> so, uh, but it was easily because we'd done a few a few of these segments, these these sort kind of, of yeah. comedy movie segments. Like I think we did one. Yeah. Me and Andy did one really for, impromptu for the yeah. for the hungry kids. Yeah, we did yeah, one for yeah. the. You really forced me into. It. I had no interest. It was super in funny. Everybody did end up funny. Everybody who saw it thought it was doing it. Yeah. yeah, so we were just like spitballing. I think we like. I think the, we did one in front of the other theater. Remember, it was like super late and super cold, and Jason filmed uh, Muller, the three of us. Yeah, that's doing, oh yeah, that's where we, we did, did the 
Chipmunk Interstellar and, and Horrible, and horrible bosses, bosses too. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty funny. That was yeah. So they were just like fake little video movie reviews of yeah. people. Like we were talking about movies we hadn't even seen, but just talking about like we knew what we were talking about. Kind of making fun of people just not knowing what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, and yeah. like what that was we were, the idea? I mean, like, and we were kind of just making fun of the marketing and how it didn't really yeah, represent that, the movie. So it's like, oh, the Hunger Games. Like, what's uh? Oh, it's uh, it's it's a movie about a bunch of kids. Their parents are gone for the evening and. Uh, they need to snack. These hungry kids, <laughs> like so, they're going around. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's, it's foraging through it, the house. It's 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 definitely not funny in the slightest yeah. if you're not playing it straight. Like it's like <laughs> oh, yeah. the jokes themselves yeah. are. Yeah. Anyways, it's a it's a it's a good. So intro what John filmed was the only real professional looking thing we did. Yeah, it, it like <laughs> actually it looked, looked great. great. Yeah, it, it, looked, was, it did look good. I, I wrote I wrote a theme song for it. Yeah. We had custom graphics yeah. with like 3D reels, like 90s 3D yeah, reels. Like cool. so, it had that kind of yeah. Yeah, that Tim and Eric. Andy, you were, you helped edit it too, Andy, right? With Muller. Muller had already done like a lot of the technical editing, and then he brought it over to my place, and we kind of went over. I probably just spent 15 hours editing that, that video. <laughs> That's what <laughs> like, editing so it's a is. Five-minute clip. <laughs> that basically nobody. No, actually, what I tell people, volunteers, as, as I say, if you're fast, it's one hour of editing per one minute of finished content. That's like yeah. news story That's, that you have brutal. to put out at 6 p.m. Like I said, I have minor experience wow. with it editing one of the earlier videos that Muller was just talking about. With the film, it's one day per minute. Yeah, that doesn't surprise. It, yeah, it's, that makes sense. Yeah. It is. I guess wow. I have extremely minor experience. I don't want to sound like a big shot or anything like that. But I, and it, it is a little like just drives you crazy just watching the same clip over and over and over again and just mm-hmm. changing something slightly yeah. or whatever. It, oh, it's, yeah. it's mind-boggling. Yeah. Now that Andrew's not here, um, I do recall watching the finished product, and I was shocked at how good it was, actually. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, oh, this turned out not too bad. Yeah. Like, he did a really good job. So, you know, it's always good to compliment the person when they're out of the room. Too. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that's when he brought it over to my place, and we started... Like, I was basically... Because there was any, a lot of random stuff in there. Like, I didn't do any editing on the actual thing, but I just came up with, like, oh, you should do this and whatever. So, Muller, we changed that and blah, blah, blah. And we just made it kind of look like we changed the editing so it cut really fast in areas, and it just made it really uh, exacerbate that these are people that don't know what the fuck they're talking about, and they're really confused. It actually... Yeah, I remember thinking a very similar thing, because I wasn't there when you guys filmed it, and then Muller brought, me and brought it back to my place and showed me the footage, and I remember thinking, like... Yeah, this is Good luck. Uh, this is yeah. gonna be weird to create stuff with, but I, I think we actually ended up it, it was really editing good. it in a way yeah. that was pretty funny for this thing that we're hyping up and almost marketed yep. that no one will ever see. <laughs> I, you can find it on YouTube. Uh, go to Shaw TV Chilliwack and then search Real Movies with Real Men. I think Andrew also posted it. it. Yeah, yeah, you could do a link to it. It yeah. ran on the channel for a month because uh, we were like redoing our <laughs> channel cable, and everything. So no yeah, my dad saw it. He was like, oh, That's I saw it. So it funny. was funny, I guess. I was <laughs> yeah, I had some comments from other volunteers about that. Like, None yeah, of that my... Was, that was, and yeah. usually like our audience for the channel, by the way, is mostly seniors. Yeah, I would So imagine. like you couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't have made... We're <laughs> <laughs> like the worst audience. But like no, I don't think, and no one, nobody complained. But nobody complains ever about. On the, I never had complaints really. But usually it was like yeah. when their favorite show didn't air or something like that. Was when I'd get a complaint. Real movies with real. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody got, yeah. yeah. Their favorite show didn't <laughs> air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we we did lose a lot of jokes because we kept laughing immediately after oh, we said things. Yeah, the right? Pocket Man. You had the greatest delivery, but we laughed so quickly. I was able to cut it in, but it kind of missed. <laughs> it, we're gonna have to link to this on the episode. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll probably the amount, the amount that we've talked about it. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll definitely. Uh, Definitely have to in, in, embed it a bit uh, here. So, so why don't editing? I think was what we were. Oh yeah. So uh, <laughs> why don't we get back after these messages to why I think Andy is a complete nerd fool here? So, Whoa. Uh, Whoa. Uh, Me a nerd on my podcast where I talk about movies. How dare yeah. you? Yeah. 
We hate nerds After the here. break, let's find out. <laughs> Andrew confronts Andy about his nerdiness. This episode is brought to you by a new new movie coming out called Blue on the Inside. It's an undercover cop movie. Uh, in the future, crime has been eliminated entirely, but due to the influence of social media and the magnification of the world's problems, uh, the public nor the police see the decline in crime because the small anything wrong goes just gets magnified so much that they're <laughs> that they're unable to see how things have gotten any better. This movie sounds very realistic. Wow. Yes, it's, it's, I, a, it's a little dry. Yes. <laughs> Protagonist Mark Ham goes undercover, only to find that the entire criminal underground is populated. Completely with other undercover cops. <laughs> Can he get these cops out of the crime game and back to the pie and donuts game? We'll find out in Blue on the Inside. That actually sounds like a billion times better than a lot of movies. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that's that's because it is. That's why we're yeah, getting paid for this. Premise. They're putting. A, they're gonna do a viral geostorm campaign for Blue <laughs> on the Inside. They're gonna put all these cops undercover, uh, and then uh, when they get found out for being undercover, they're gonna say it's a gag. It was all for Blue on the Inside, <laughs> and then all the all the underground crime lords are gonna go see the movie and. That's a that's a really light, there's a big high value to getting a crime lord to see your movie because all their underlings have to see it too. Oh, otherwise, sure. they'll get their You're thumbs right. chopped off. Untapped market, good, yes. yeah, it's yeah, a huge it's a untapped point. market. So you got to find the influencers <laughs> in a niche well, and then Instagram you get them on board. Influencers Tr trickle down sales. <laughs> trickle down. <laughs> that's true. That's a, it's a real thing, man. <laughs> it's uh, it's a little different than the other things. So. So, Brayden, oh, sorry, can guys. I say yeah. one thing. We, you we can keep, say one thing. Only one. I'm only going to say <laughs> you one. You may not. So, we keep ripping on George Lucas. Another uh, good documentary is the, the People versus George Lucas. No, it's not. If you want a, a good. <laughs> it is a genuinely good. Like, if you don't want to watch. I didn't watch, care for it. If you don't want to watch. Case? Four hours. No, murder trial? No, it's just titled. It's a documentary. It's a yeah, it's, a, it's the court case against George <laughs> Lucas. You ruined Star you Wars. You're going to jail. Five life. It's like the people ten lifetimes. It's about the court case that George Lucas was under. Don't you remember? George Lucas. We there was a huge car chase through L.A. and then yeah, the white then, Bronco. Yeah, yeah. There was a black Bronco, and then um, that's right. And then he was in. <laughs> <laughs> You're you're trapped here because all all day you spend amending and redoing Star Wars, indicating that you're dead inside. <laughs> you you tortured Star Wars yeah, by slowly yeah. killing it with. Will you <laughs> not torture yourself to survive? <laughs> or I don't know. Whatever, anyway, whatever doesn't make sense. Yeah, if so you don't want to watch six hours of red letter media. You uh, do, I'm by the saying, way. You could, this, it's a good it's documentary. Six, but this, but All this, I'm trying to say. it's not six hours. No, it's, it's like not. it's. But this is the experience I have every single time. People are like, oh yeah, that sounds kind of interesting. Oh gosh, it's an hour long for for that movie. It's almost as long as the movie, the the review of it. And then I say, we'll just watch five minutes of it because it's immediately yes. pretty interesting. And I talk to them the next day, and they go, yeah, I watched all three uh, hours of it. <laughs> like yeah, you, you so, can't not keep watching. It's so it's fascinating so fun. so is, I, and funny, to, and yeah, it's so I've good. Similar, get home? I've had a similar experience. I've tried to push on a lot of people. It's the red letter media plinket reviews. Start with the Phantom Menace. It does sound like a lot because it's like an hour and a half review of 
each of the the, the Star Wars it, prequels. It whizzes by so fast. Because they're so funny. It's not just a guy sitting analyzing movies because that would be rough for an hour and a half. It is very comedic. It's, it's it, There's a whole gag going on, the whole thing. It's hilarious. And I think the first one's broken up into like nine parts. Just watch the first part. Yeah, just part. watch the 10 Watch thing. the first just, part and you'll end up watching. You'll know if it's for thing. you or not and like you'll probably want to keep watching it because it's they really They probably wrote a script, right? I'm assuming. Yeah, oh, uh, oh that, definitely. That would probably help a lot. It was mostly just one guy doing it. But uh, but yeah, so if you want a reference to these, the, the, insan- the actually, insanity of George Lucas if, that we keep talking about, these Plinkett reviews are good, and that documentary Braden mentioned is quite good because it, it shows kind of the insanity of George Lucas, but it also shows the insanity of the fandom right. and the people just going insane about Star Wars. It's, it's a very good documentary. The, the, the main thing about the Plinkett review, though, is it's like it's a crash course on storytelling and filmmaking. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. So if you... You, if you like are like oh I, I kind of want to get the basics down like it, it it'll give you all of those mental ticks to, to that you can say oh this has this okay that's good filmmaking it has this I um, have or definitely bent the rule well I have definitely started looking at uh, movies differently after watching the reviews because he talks a lot about film structure and what works and 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 how to handle a, a protagonist and all these things in a way that's hilarious. All these things sound incredibly boring because they are, mm-hmm. but he he edits them in a way that it's so funny to watch. And you actually you're learning like a whole bunch about film. I mean, they become watching just like any boring topic becomes interesting as soon as you have a problem. So it's like if you have a movie that you think is bad but you don't know why you might want to understand. Now all of a sudden story structure and characters become interesting because they answer for you why that story sucked, why that was uninteresting. So uh, now that we're done talking about that, let's talk about what a big nerd Andy is here. and <laughs> get so what you're going to say here that like, is immediately obvious. Your whole point about this unicorn is like Braden said it earlier. He's like, yeah, I didn't even notice that that meant that. It's like the average person, the how how is that going to ruin the movie for them? It's such a small, minute point. I think it ruins the movie on a subconscious level. This is, by the way, I agree with what you're saying. Your subconscious is some nerd film nitpicking Because it's like a 10-second scene or something. How long is this Five seconds, maybe. It's it's, it's not necessarily about the unicorn. It's just Deckard being a replicant takes, I think, subconsciously will make people think less of the movie. They they will not actively acknowledge it, but I think it has, just the ending scene has less of an impact. I agree that what I'm talking about is some nitpicky. I don't want to say nitpicky, but this is some nerd film analyst stuff, but I think it's, it's important to a movie that is as good as as Blade Runner is. Like this, yeah, it's totally the type of stuff where you, you know when you're having a conversation with like a, a real film nerd, and like if you think that we're film nerds, then you are not exposed. Like where they're like, oh yeah, I didn't uh, I didn't really like that movie, and then it's like, oh well, why didn't you like it? And then they just list off this really obscure reason that is like a five second scene in the movie, like what you're what you're describing, and you're like, yeah, but the whole movie was a good movie. Like you can't separate that. Like you. Just you just like there was I was talking about somebody with the revenant, um, and he's like uh and he was saying, Oh yeah, I hated that movie, and it's like, oh, well, what was the problem with that? And he's like, Well, Leonardo DiCaprio like said this one thing to me and in the movie, and I just like hated that so much. And it was like like I think it was like somebody was this lying is, about Indians coming, yeah, and then uh, it's, sorry, just um yeah. so so somebody was lying about like some Indians coming, and in, and the way it's presented, it's like it's it's subjective, right? Like it's like um, he's like, they never would have known the Indians coming. And I'm like, well, it's whatever they decided to show you in the film. Like, maybe they did or maybe they didn't. It clearly wasn't an important point in the who movie. Cares? Like, yeah, it was a total, like, who cares thing. Like, you can leave it up to your imagination that maybe the guy 
went a little further out and could see the one they were. It's just like a total who cares point. It's like, so you hate this whole movie about this thing that doesn't even matter and was purposely left to just be up to your imagination to fill in the blanks. So you filled in the blanks with something you hated and then used that to hate the movie. Like, it's like, this is just like, you're going to write off an entire movie because of one dumb little thing. Like, this is the type of nerd shit What I'm that is talking garbage. about is different. Excuse what I'm talking me. about is different because <laughs> I don't have a problem with the unicorn scene and, like, the way it's shot and all that. The scene itself is fine. It's just a unicorn dream sequence. But it ru- it, it hurts the theme of the movie. It's, this isn't, like, a nitpicky, oh, this one scene bothered me so much that I just wrote off the whole movie. It's like, no, that one scene uh, affects the whole tone and theme of the movie. And most people will never most even notice. Most people probably won't, but Blade Runner is not a movie for those people. If you're like a casual like movie watcher who doesn't, who isn't interested in this kind of stuff, you're probably not going to like Blade Runner. I, I would tell those people go watch the new Blade Runner instead. You won't like the old one. And they probably won't like the new one. They, 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 they <laughs> I will say another thing I really loved about the about the new one. This is spoilers for the very beginning of the movie that they just announced <sighs> right away. Uh, I love. I'm going to see the beginning of this movie though. I love. This, <laughs> it's not even anything. I love that immediately they just skirt right around the whole, oh, is this new main character a replicant or not? Yes, yes, he is. He's a replicant. This movie's about this guy you being immediately a replicant. learn that. They're, they don't yeah. fuck around. They're not gonna, they're, they don't make it ambiguous. They're like, yep, no. he's a replicant. Like, I uh, like that. And I think that is the director. That ruins like, the whole movie. I don't want to fuck around with this stuff. Yes, he is. He yeah. can't be a replicant. How, what happens when Rutger Hauer lets him off the building? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Ruins the whole movie. No. So I was at the mall last night. And what? I, yeah, I guess so. Wow. Oh, my God. So, That's uh, amazing. Man, walk- you're a patronizing tone like with that. I know you're being funny, but I hate it so much <laughs> every time. Because it's like everybody knows what you're doing, and you're going above and beyond that yeah. point to get there. You do Actually, it all what the if time. I, what if I'm genuinely shocked you went to the mall? Dude, nobody be. believes that either. Maybe I am. <laughs> yeah. Not, I'm not for a second, person. you piece of shit. No, like, let's, okay, so okay, next we, walk, we walk into this linen <laughs> store, and it was the weirdest scene. So we walk into the linen store, and there's a group of teenagers lecturing the old lady that works there about why she shouldn't see the new Blade Runner movie. Oh, really? Yeah, there's like four teenagers going, I don't know what this lady, how this even came up. We walked in mid-conversation. They're like, don't see the new Blade, and she's like old. Like, don't see the new Blade Runner. It sucks. And I'm like... Like this lady would even see Man, this how great would it be if you stopped, you stepped into there? What are you teenagers well, talking about right now? <laughs> the new Blade Runner rules. I'll fight you. <laughs> like, I almost came to that. So they, all these strangers in the mall, there's like people just running out on all sides. No, Blade Runner. <laughs> like this huge mall <laughs> argument that big like street a fight. big riot street fight That'd all be of a great. sudden. Man. So we. Sounds uh, like a good movie. They yeah. finish saying what they're saying. They're like, oh, there's there's like two and a half action scenes in it. It's so long. <laughs> nothing happened. And they, they end up. They they're on their way out. They leave. I'm like, I wonder how that came up. So we, we, we look around for a bit. And then on our way out, I look at the old lady. And I'm like, don't listen to those kids. The new Blade Runner kicks ass. <laughs> this, poor, this poor lady. Yeah, she's probably like, she's around. like, I wasn't even going to see it. <laughs> Just trying to sell some fucking bed sheets. And this yeah. is what she Well, does. then she, she actually goes, she's like, oh, really? She, I love the original Blade Runner. Oh, sure. I'm like, oh, cool. She's like, I was like, it's a masterpiece. You won't regret it. Yeah, those those. Okay, bye. <laughs> so yeah, those those kids that were complaining, they definitely wouldn't like the original. No, the they original. Wouldn't. If they didn't like that, the new one had no action scenes. Like yeah. the old one has fucking nothing. nothing. Like someone fires their gun once. I mean, I can't say I'm surprised <laughs> that a bunch of like sixteen year olds don't like the new Blade Runner. Like, it doesn't. I don't know if I would have like. 
It doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, it's, it's a nearly three-hour movie that's just slow and just yeah. let's just take our time in this beautiful sci-fi universe. There's yeah. not a lot of action, though it has a lot more action than the original. It does. Like significantly yeah. more than the but original. I, I love the length because there's, there's, there's scenes in the movie where you just get to kind of sit and bask in mm. the universe they created. Mm. Oh. I loved everything about the new one. I can't think of a single complaint about it. You sat behind me. Watching, yeah. Movie. Oh, you were there. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Corey, who we talked about earlier, is in the movie theater. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, "Oh, hey, Braden, is is Mo, is Andrew here?" Like, no. Oh, and he's I like, just, "Good. <laughs> You've infected our entire podcast. Yeah. <laughs> You're Bra- never coming on here again." Yeah. Braden strategically sits behind John, so you can't see what he was doing. Yeah, you don't want. You don't want to know. Yeah. I'd wash your hair though if I were you. Sorry. What was um, this? What was the story with Corey? Corey, he just was like, hey, is, is Muller here? And I was like, nope. He's like, good. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that was all I said to him the whole movie, basically. That's pretty good. Uh, so let's... Uh, I, one more question. Oh, yeah. In the old Blade Runner, are yep. the flying cars also Peugeots? Are they what? Peugeots. You got to explain that what it is. I'm just... Yeah. Yeah. We're not, we're not I'm a big freaking car nerd. It's a, a really interesting French car company. I have no That I was really surprised to it's see possible. in the new movie. Is Luke Besson drive those? The new one per- is very French much... Pervert. The new one is very much a new design on the old ones. I see. They look like... An, they They're look, not trying to a, be the old one. It was like one. a weird brand to see. They're like Dodge like, Omnis. Peugeot. Driving around. They're like Dodge Neons. Driving around. Barons. So, uh, so let's uh, let's get back to uh, I got a good I got a good story here after our perverted anime of the week. Bye week. Segment still going. So uh, I decided I, I I decided to bring in one this week that was uh, instead of this obscure anime you you can get your fire hot uh, typing fingers off your keyboard anime uh, Andy because you're gonna know this one. Is it Spirited uh, Away? No no no. Of Very not. perverted. Of it's course not. It would no not. Ugh. <laughs> Go on. Uh, is Pokemon the okay. TV show? Uh, I'll type it in just, just, just oh see what comes God. up. <laughs> so there's, uh, there's, there's an app. There, so you got your main characters catching the Pokemon, and uh, the, the uh, villains of the show, I say quote villains because they're pretty harmless, because uh, is uh, James and Jesse from Team Rocket. Uh-huh. Uh, so don't forget they, Meowth. You know, yeah, yeah, and, and Meowth, their Pokemon, and so uh, at some at, at, on an episode, there's a beauty contest in one in one of the episodes, and I don't know if they have, they're like win a Pokemon or something, but it's like the it's the whole episode is about winning this beauty contest, right? So the villains are trying to win it. Uh, so that they can beat the protagonist. I don't know why that. I don't know why. Why do they have these villains? Like they're always trying to like kill like these 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 ten year olds. Because <laughs> they have better Pokemon. They're trying to steal the Pokemon. They're trying to steal the Pokemon, right? And like make them their slaves. And they always present that as poor. But the good guys are using the Pokemon as their slaves too. Like they keep yeah. Everyone's a villain in this <laughs> in this, in this, uh, world. this, this like, world. It really is because they're all just enslaving wild creatures. Yeah. If we they're just all t- just make forcing them into dog it, fights. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just uh, here's Michael Vick yeah. versus this underground crime boss. Yeah. Who will Pretty you much. who will you uh, vote on or uh, cheer for? It's who like man, I don't choose? I don't really relate with any of these people. <laughs> like they're they're all kind of bad guys. Yeah. So uh, in the beauty in the beauty contest, uh, James, who's the male villain, 
uh, it enters the beauty Who contest. Looks like a woman. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, by that, far, this is really important because uh, it is it is a <laughs> okay. it is a woman's beauty pageant. It's not it's not for men. So uh, so he gets these inflatable breasts um, so that he can disguise himself as a woman. And he's like so uh, and he like blows them up. And the animation of it just he just looks like he has tits. Like it doesn't it doesn't. Mm-hmm. There's no like seam or anything. And he's like groping them and like and doing things with them and whatever and just in just inflating and deflating like these breasts as part of the uh, as part of this TV show. Um, so I think it's pretty uh, it's pretty obvious why that's my most perverted I wasn't allowed anime. to watch Pokemon as a kid. Uh, was that like probably a, for the best? W- w- <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I ended up just watching it at my friend's house. Yeah, I there just was, didn't watch it at home. There was this uh, there was this big uh, Christian thing with Pokemon where all the Christian parents got together and they said like this Pokemon show sucks. None of our, none of our kids just can. That it sucks. <laughs> yeah. Just the quality. It's, it's poor, poor direction. Crappy voice acting. Yeah. It's like it's from some weird country too. But I mean, we can we can <laughs> accept that. None of our kids. Country. Country. So if you have any if you have any kids with Christian parents and they weren't allowed to watch Pokemon. I mean, when I was a kid, I wasn't allowed to watch Sailor Moon or Power Rangers. But I think the Power Rangers thing was uh, just because I think some kid died from jumping off a building pretending he was a Power Ranger. Uh, so that's hmm. see. I wish the story was why I wasn't allowed to watch Pokemon was that, but I, from what I remember, no, 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 that's the story. That's that's exactly. <laughs> no, if you have I, any Christian friends who aren't allowed to watch it, it's because their parents thought it was a crummy we had show. Such sophisticated parents, were, yeah, with they were very sophisticated yeah. uh, Christian TV watchers. I mean, but I feel like the what? true story is even more interesting. You, you need to say the true <laughs> I don't story. Know. Okay, because some stupid news article came out that like the way the animation was, like when Pikachu did its thing, about, yeah. it like flashed the screen, and some kids would have seizures. That was one episode specifically. It's like one episode specifically, and like you need to have epilepsy. Yes. And for some reason, parents got freaked out by that, uh, and so I had to I had to watch Pokemon in secret with my friends <laughs> with sunglasses. You're like sitting here. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. So did you know to add on to the perversion of Pokemon, like what you were saying? Did you know? So there's the Pokemon logo, and then it always has its catchphrase under under. You gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. Did you know if you Sexist. zoom in and look really close, it actually says "gotta fuck them all." <laughs> Wow! <laughs> yeah. You gotta zoom in real close, but it's uh, it's in there. Just trust me. Don't look, don't look it up. And Just when you play me. the theme song backwards, it's something satanic. <laughs> yeah, did, did I already tell that story about the satanic stuff? I probably already I remember did. watching Moving some on. video at like. Harry Potter? No, it was, like, it was just the Metallica guys, and then they and you know, oh, they, oh, it was Black Sabbath. Oh, you play it backwards. It's some t- some satanic message, and they're like. Man, if we were putting messages in, we would have said buy more albums. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're not putting safety. Yeah. yeah, okay. Sorry, guys. I blew it. You idiot. Um, Delete yeah. this episode. Yeah, anyways. So, um, so there's a 15 second skip ahead button. Just click on that. <laughs> yeah, just, just skip on that. Uh, go back to when I started. And just keep tapping it until you get to, until you get to the outro yeah, music back again. Go back to where I started talking about, then you can skip forward and, and, uh, and get it. So, you guys, you see online um, those stories where it's like some guy who's got no arms and no legs and he's and he's speaking in front of a bunch of people and telling some inspiring story about how you know he was able to make his dreams come true of becoming a public speaker who has no arms or legs <laughs> yeah. uh, for a living like well, you've seen these things is, is this also shitbox <laughs> Uh, it's long before that. Like these stories were around, like when, even when I was a teenager. Like you would you would you would see them. Um, so uh, it, yeah, so. Uh, it's it, but yeah, they're they're popular now. They always kind of come up around. And I remember thinking, like, like you're talking about this, like this is some amazing feat that you've pulled off. That like, <laughs> like, 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 it's like, no. like, what have you done? Like, it's just your 
like if it was me, I would be like, yeah, I'm very desperate to express like to to be able to do something with my life. Like it's like it's not that big of a, a deal that some that every idea of your own self worth is tied up in in what you're in what you're doing, and so then you did that. Like you're like you became obsessed with it. And it's like wow, it's so amazing that he became a public speaker. And it's like well, that's probably because he was like obsessed with it because there was nothing else he could do because he's yeah. got no arms or legs. Like that's not that amazing. <laughs> it's like batteries becomes a rolling pin. Yeah, yeah. It's like the or like the Christopher Reeve thing. And it's like oh, like what a what a guy. He, like he saved. Uh, you know, he's got this foundation. It's like yeah, that's probably because the foundation supports the disease that he has. Like he's extremely like it's like man, this person's amazing. Like they um, they cut their eye out for saw. It's like, yeah, it's probably because he was really, really motivated. Like, mm-hmm. anybody will do anything if they're really motivated to do it. Like, that's just that's just normal. That's exactly what you'd expect. I, th- I, I tend to just avoid stuff like that just because, uh, I don't know, I, I draw inspiration and influence just from people who I think do good work that's related to stuff I enjoy. But what I hate about those and why I never see them is because they're all uh, shit boxed, like uh, John Division's talking about here. I like that term. Uh, yeah, it's a good it's term. Really good. Oh. And it has, it'll have some real sappy, uh, sad song being played on the piano and just, just quietly in the background. But no voiceover. I just get annoyed by it because it sounds like <laughs> you're really it. trying to force and you to feel something. And I just get annoyed and I just, I just keep scrolling. It's a forced sentimentality. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. I, so I never see it because of that because I just I just keep scrolling. There's nothing for me to make fun of there. I'm not gonna make fun of this guy with no legs like, like Mueller. It just it just doesn't seem like like <laughs> like it's like it's like if if every single idea of my own self worth was for some reason tied up in running. Like I, in a year, I'm going to be a really good runner because that's all I'm thinking about all the time and just doing it all the time. Like it's like, yeah, you're desperate to do it. Of course you're going to do it. To, like to me, it seems like it seems more interesting. Like, like when you have uh, some poor person who's campaigning for poor people or whatever, and it's like, yeah, it's really easy for you to do because like because you're poor. Because you're poor. It's like like it's much more interesting. Like I think that's why people you latch onto the the video that's like, oh, the billionaire who's supporting socialism or something like that, right? Because you're like or the like it's like oh cuz you're not motivated you actually don't benefit from this but you want it anyways so that shows that you're doing something that you really think is right right like you're not incentivized yeah, it's fun to watch a video about idiots yeah so i mean <laughs> <laughs> see what i did there he got it. <laughs> i'd like to i'd like to see the video where the guy's lost both his legs and he's and he's like it's like he's really amazing because he cut off his arms too after the fact. It's like wow, like this guy really like he. I thought you were gonna say it'd be great to see a video of a guy with no legs just talking about how much he wish he had legs. <laughs> the more realistic. I video. wish I, yeah, I just wish I had legs like or whatever. So nice. All, all I know is that if if prosthetic legs and arms were just as good as real legs and arms, these guys would not be going around talking about how great it is that they have no arms and legs and how they inspired they were. They'd be going around with those GoFundMe's trying to fund their new arms and legs like there's. No way that they're I not going to. There, there is some weirdos. There what? is some weirdos out there that like want to be blind or whatever, or like blind advocates who are like protesting like people curing blindness and making technology. No, that, I, they're protesting people who see. can see. They want everybody to not be able to see, just like just are, like them to even the flames field. Like <laughs> Sorry, you're about to say something. Yeah, I, I had a great realization. I think that Andrew, you should get off Mueller. Facebook. Mueller, excuse me. <laughs> get <laughs> off Facebook. Why? How can you get you, off Facebook? 
Here, it's, it's quite easy. Let me just show you. You just grab the browser <laughs> and you hit that little gear button on the top corner and you say deactivate. Mahler has Facebook plugged into his eyeballs. So here yeah, you can. <laughs> just scrolling all day. That's a nightmare. <laughs> I do. Uh, I do have a good tip for you if you have problems with Facebook. Is just download the Facebook newsfeed blocker. So on you can't see the newsfeed. Does that exist? Yeah, it's great. Oh, a it's a Chrome app and <gasps> and it and it, instead of having bullshit inspiring quotes on your newsfeed, it replaces them with inspiring quotes uh, and and no newsfeed. I, I like wow. Facebook for making fun of people. It's good for that. Yeah, the stuff pretty... that annoy me, I'm just like, all right, well, I'll just make fun of it. And, yeah. and then I'll get something out of it. Yeah. It's yeah. great. It's pretty good. So uh, nice. uh, Blade Runner, do we have any, we figured out that Ridley Scott is a big moron today? Uh, this was just an excuse for me to call Ridley Scott an idiot again. I want to do that like every five episodes or so. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> next next five one. Episodes five episodes. Five episodes. Expect us to talk <laughs> about yeah. Gladiator uh, <laughs> yeah. for our Gladiator. He's a good visual director, though. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah, he's really beautiful. Ridley Scott is a good <laughs> visual director. <laughs> that's that's, that's how, you, how you say it. Yeah, that's... Just something oh, no, I just or you don't. say it with a question mark. Is a good visual director? Uh, visual like, there's director? Like a, there's like a visual? slight question mark at the director? end, like just a half yeah. inflection. I just, there's just something about him that it bugs me. I just yeah. don't like him. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, a, it's a good, it's, yeah. it's, it's a good story. It's that weird, that name's... Ridley. Yeah, what just do you have, like kind a of fucking dragon it, like, a he did. tumbles off the tongue. Why did he name the female protagonist of one of his first movies Ripley. after? Oh, that's It's like funny. basically his basically name. I never name. thought of that. This guy, is this some Luke Besson stuff going <laughs> yeah. on here, man? What a, what a creep. Uh, Brayden, you have anything else you wanted to... I was going to say, Get we on. say the same thing about Neil Blomkamp a lot, or you do, Andy, about how he's yeah, a good he needs, visual director. He needs a writer. <laughs> he, needs he, needs a, he needs a writer, yeah. Does Ridley yeah, Scott need a writer, too? Ridley Scott. Yes. So wait he for the uh, wait until Ridley Scott and Neil Blomkamp uh, oh, team up to make, to write and direct their It'll next. be the most beautiful movie you've ever seen. <laughs> It'll just be about like story. a bunch of like space piranhas, like having sex with each other like the whole time <laughs> and uh, and dr- uh, but it's all a dream in the end <laughs> like right yeah, okay David Little off to write it yeah. there'll be, be a beautiful metaphor in the background that they just ignore <laughs> <laughs> they just miss yeah that, that's pretty good yeah. it'll be I guess it would be yeah what would that movie be it would be it would there would have to be some sci-fi it would definitely be sci-fi AI element to it probably yeah. like it would well, be well if Neil Blomkamp's involved it'll be filmed in uh, South South Africa, South Africa right so it'll, it'll be in the South Africa but, but, but Ridley Scott is involved so it's going to be halfway in between so it'll be in the middle of the ocean yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere somewhere there it's so South America it's uh, so we have we have this ocean we have this ocean movie uh, about Underwater uh, City I don't know what's like what's a, what's a popular political thing going on right now about uh, Waterworld. They use dirt as currency. Very. Uh, yeah, is this just going to end up being Waterworld? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're directing the new. Yeah, the new An Waterworld. Accidental shot for shot remake. <laughs> <laughs> accidental. How did this happen? Yeah, I can't. Th- I can't think of what the story would be, but it would. It wouldn't be good. No. <laughs> it, uh, some heavy-handed commentary. Uh, It'd be an accidental remake of Waterworld. <laughs> so that sounds pretty good. So, uh, John, you got any? You got any gripes before we head off? Push off here. Are you? Are you hinting at something? Oh, I don't know. He does that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's very annoying. I have one gripe. The way you spell dude in text messages. <laughs> Is it how I spell? Yeah, dude? I, got, I got it from Andy. Double O's. <laughs> Double O's. You dude. said 
Yeah, dude, like three times yesterday when you were talking. I love it. Me. It's really satisfying to put those double O's. Isn't it? I do the oh, same I love thing it. stupid. Telling yeah, me to stupid. watch a movie <laughs> that we didn't even discuss. Yeah, don't, and we're not, don't, don't talk about I'm it. I'm not going that's, to. That's my whole story. But I am movie. a little miffed. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll do it, we'll do it again. So you so. watched the movie? Oh, I watched the movie. <laughs> but you didn't I spent watch the entire the night watching the movie because it's very long. But, but he told you not to worry about Blade Runner, which I actually did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, which I had also intended to watch. You got Muller. That's why I always say. I never trust a mother. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's uh, that's pretty good. Well, I mean, I guess we can leave off on that. It's a, that's a good nothing move. to contribute. So uh, we got episode twenty six coming up. Yeah, that's, that's our, our the big. That's our that's that, our one year. Yeah, we, yeah, we have our, our weekly podcast happens twenty six times a year. Uh, so, um, that, that's our, that's our, that's our year, our year mark. I don't know what, so what we're going to do special for that. We'll have to, uh, it'll be great. It'll just be send us, send us it a message. It won't just be another episode depending on whatever we think about that week. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be the best sequel ever that you've ever seen. <laughs> like there's more action, more stars, episode 26. Uh, make sure you head down to the website realmmoviesrealmen.com yeah. check out Andy's severed saw foot turkey joke and uh, you're going to have to go good. back an episode uh, and you can see our episode of real movies real men yeah. uh, that we did with John Vision as well so you're going to check that out it's going to go viral now it's going to go viral <laughs> Uh, make sure you listen views. I recommend listening to this podcast with your mom in the car or mm. uh, children uh, it's pretty that's def- definitely the right kind of content that they're going to want to hear and uh, yeah they'll start to learn some things yeah they'll start to learn things about movies and being a about, man about life yeah and live live <laughs> okay alright like and subscribe smell you like and you cannot subscribe uh, but you can add it to your <laughs> yes, you podcast can. feed you that subscribe. is a subscription <laughs> on our podcast on podcast addict the one that add the feed it, oh, does a, it say oh, subscribe there's a literal button that says Crap. subscribe you idiot the whole the crux <laughs> of my the, joke was that like. it didn't say subscribe okay get out of here so long losers <laughs> <laughs> bye <laughs>